0: Alright, hello everyone, welcome to Riot Act, the alternative music podcast, episode number 10, with me, Stephen Hill, and my good friend, sat opposite me, not even bothering to fucking look at me, Renfrey Deadman, how are you my friend? I was writing
1: notes, I was writing a time show for when we started.
0: You should really have got that... Sorted before we. No, started. no, 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 no!
1: I was writing the time code for when you actually started the podcast. Right. Okay? okay, little little peek behind the curtain. We press record. We babble for a bit about shit, which yeah, we absolutely just definitely did. did that. And then I write down the time code. Uh huh. Oh, exciting okay. Stuff.
0: I've never noticed that before. It's a professional outfit (laughs) that we're running. So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, obviously, Uh, and joining us this week, we're delighted to have Will and Joe from Black Peaks. How's it going, chaps? Pretty good. Thanks for coming on.
2: Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. good. I'm
0: delighted you're on, and uh, we feel very honoured to have you on on the week that if you're listening to this the day it comes out, it's the day that All That Divides, your new album, is out.
2: Wow. out now a, let's pretend we're it's like out. in the future now <laughs> yeah what's you it like what's out? it like
1: having your album out right now uh it's probably pretty great it's terrible I'm quite <laughs> it's a shame about all this. <laughs> really that? Sh- i want
2: to be now in the future when people are listening to this rather than now when it hasn't come yeah. out because the tension is killing me it well, is quite
1: it's quite disturbing that you haven't had a single play on spotify so far though. yeah that's yeah, any of the songs as uh, as
0: we record oh well not a single person's bothered listening to your <laughs> album in full
1: <place. laughs> on spotify yeah, yeah no, how, does that, how does yeah, that make yeah. you what feel yeah point.
2: apart from you guys who obviously didn't listen to the album or review it last week well Ooh. we did uh,
0: we did do that and we uh, you know it let's get this fucking all get awkward innit yeah what like what, what what
1: what are you annoyed about what did we say that uh. you're pissed off about
3: Steve, your yeah. part was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just okay. Same yeah. points. Here we go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, come on.
2: Oh, it's not a real album. No, it's I just say that. A lecture on songs. I didn't say
1: that. I just, look uh, in my opinion it's just less seamless I've taken my glasses off because I'm so f- he's You're really serious man. Man. <laughs> it's le- it's 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 more of uh, it's less seamless than statues was that's fine that's not a massive issue there are plenty of records which are just a collection of <laughs> they songs they got you to rights mate like Joe, seems Steve Steve
2: to, we got to work anyway. on anyway. seams
3: uh, Renfrey says we need to work on our seams <laughs> on <laughs> our seams right, yeah. okay.
2: I didn't realise I was a seamstress <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you <laughs> are you a seamstress Joe
3: <laughs> no I'm to try and learn though because it's seemingly future. obvious <laughs> uh, that you right. need to listen to the
1: album again uh, let me apologise for letting these two on the show yeah. uh, with their terrible <laughs> puns and seams and so on seam and so forth seam so kids
4: seam oh. kids
1: oh. All right. Possible so, episode title.
0: Anyway, um, we're part of Musicism, by the way. We should give a shout out to those guys as we do every week. Happy to be part of um, the Musicism, a cog in the wheel of Musicism. I would musicism. like to say,
1: very quickly, that the day that we record this, it's Ben's birthday. Oh, happy oh, oh, birthday. birthday so happy birthday, so happy birthday. birthday. Ben yeah. at yeah.
0: Musicism. So um, what, better, what better present to give Ben at Musicism it, than it, to go to Musicism.net exactly. and <laughs> sign up. For the thing that he works so fecking hard on, which is <laughs> courses on how to be a better guitarist and vocalist and producer. So you do that, guys.
4: Uh, do I, do will, you, I will. Do you need to sign be because
0: if you sign up, then it will make your next record more seamless. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so $9.99 <laughs> $9 a month. Uh, put riot in the checkout when you go um, and uh, when you go and sign up for that, and you will get twenty five percent off. That's you, all in capital.
1: You guys know right? the Tosca guys, don't you? You've taken Very well. Them out, yeah. You've taken them out on tour before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, feelings on the Tosca boys. I know you love them. But
3: I mean, they'll be taking us out on tour soon if we don't work on yep. our yep. seams. So. Yeah, if we we don't
2: get these seems transitions um to, to be seamless yeah so okay. i've that, heard uh, i've heard
1: their
3: new record and it, it really it's, is it's the it's, seams between the, the seams songs. Oh. let's not do this
4: yeah. oh, <laughs>
0: fucking show.
3: Uh, their new record's incredible yeah we've all heard it have you not heard it no okay oh, well
0: mate. no spoilers from either of us but um well later on we're going to talk about what albums you guys have been digging this year oh uh, and yeah. the sort of the competition for that uh, that album of the year spot Which, you know, I, I think you're very worry, much you, in the running for You, guys have, oh, you that's do chance Yeah, we don't but have a chance so. he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be <sighs> two hours of this, isn't it? Yeah, um, it um, is All right, anyway, so this week on the show We're going to be reviewing new albums from Behemoth Code and Cambria, High on Fire and A Storm of Light Go to patreon.com forward slash riot act Podcast. If you want to help us out financially, that'd be really nice please. of the, uh money in it. You know, we've all got to eat, <laughs> eat things, haven't we? Um, well, I, 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 I,
1: probably, I probably could live on not eating anything for like a month. But after that, I would have to eat. Yeah. yeah. So please.
0: So, I mean, I, I S- would like sweet. to eat, yeah, if yeah. that's all right. Uh,
3: Liam, um, Liam, our has recently started like not eating and drink, drinking <laughs> yeah. this like, oh, liquid oh, foods. Oh, it's all really? that Huel actual. stuff. Hmm. Huel. Oh, what hmm. is he doing? How do you say it? Is it
2: Huel? Or is it just... Huel,
1: what is, is it? it like su- Huel. A- uh, H-U-E-L That stuff. Have you not seen that? Stuff? I don't know what. Is it's is like a food. It's yeah. like if you don't want to eat, you
2: have Huel instead. of so more it's like, like, like if you don't have time to it's, eat, it's like, like extreme. Li- Liam, Liam likes to get shit done. What?
3: Well, yeah. It's like Food's it's like, an like extreme part slim fast. Its now.
1: Yeah, it's like slim fast extreme. Ooh. Mate,
0: I might go on that shit.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens with Liam. It, uh, Liam doesn't he really, It
3: doesn't actually taste that bad, it's all right.
1: Liam doesn't need to lose any anyway. weight. What the fuck's he doing?
2: He, he, meals, are, snacks are a chore.
3: Dude. Yeah. for the man that eats the last snacks it's yeah. yeah. just a waste of time dude. it's just a more efficient way for him to like get what he needs how do we get time onto time. this I well know. I think
0: we were asking for money for food but yeah. obviously yeah. <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need it anymore because <laughs> no. we've just found out about oh, I've just found out about sure. Yeah. so um, but if you want to give us some money, I presumably it's not free this stuff no it's no,
2: actually no. really, it's really expensive. expensive
0: oh well then there you <laughs> go <yeah. laughs> we that definitely do really need crazy. that money yeah.
2: so sign up to Patreon so that Stephen of can get a
0: life to have supply of fuel, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be lovely stuff, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, anyway, um, we've got a competition that we're running, Renfrew. We do, we do. an art tangent competition, yeah. If you go over to our Facebook page or if you go and follow us on rightactpodcast, um, we have a load of prizes, they're going to be coming up this week. You'll be you'll find out how to win these prizes. I'm going to go through all of them. Oh, okay, they're loads, there's right? A lot of them. There's badges, there's stickers, etc. You wrote this bit. Yeah, I did. The, yeah. And I'm proud of it. It's probably
1: the proudest okay. piece of writing I've ever uh, mm. written in my life. Okay,
0: um, Ceramic Arctangent branded reusable handleless mug. You, <laughs> <laughs> you have absolutely made that up Yes, like that is not a thing not,
1: uh, oh, I swear none of is. that means mean I'll bring it in, in next week as long as I haven't given it away honestly. is this just okay. your mug
0: that
2: you're selling no, you no, just no, broke no. the handle on a mug
1: <laughs> no it's, 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 it's ceramic it's handleless it's a ceramic handleless arctangent mug that's what it is
0: what does reusable mean Um, Mugs by their very nature (laughs) Are not something that you drink from And then throw away are they
1: I think the intention is to take it to a festival I think it's like an eco It is glass It's a very confusing product I have to admit But you could win it (laughs) Uh,
0: You get a grey Arctangent classic logo t-shirt An an army green Arctangent 2018 lineup t-shirt An Arctangent 2018 Spaceman sweatshirt in black Another thing Renvry's made up Um, (laughs) Arctangent zip-up hoodie in navy blue but the main prize mm. This is fucking cool mm. We have a poster Of this year's lineup With signatures From almost every band On the bill In gold or silver Scrawl um, So that's signed by Glassjaw So i watching from afar Jamie Lenman Arcane Roots Alcest um, Leprous Foxes Benart that? Piano the Teeth Yes yeah, you did I sign it. It, it? it I was yeah, saving you till the end yeah. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Joe is looking very confused
0: Do you remember like that? signing that remember Joe? Signing <laughs>
3: remember signing that? I don't think we did sign that Did we? <laughs>
0: Arctangent are giving one away. The three are just going to be kept for, well, none of your business, actually, but three are just going to be kept for other people. For the organisers. Uh, for the organisers. Um, and that means two are getting given away. Yep. One by the festival themselves and yep. one by us. Yeah. So if How's you that? fancy that, then, you know, it's rare as fuck.
1: It's, oh, it's, it's super rare. There's literally two in the public domain. Yeah. And, and we've got uh, one of them. And we've got one of them. Yeah. It's in my, in my house. Mm. I'm tempted, to, you know, it might go missing in the post. So.
0: <laughs> but, you know, keep an eye on our socials and you can win all that shit. Let's do a little bit of big news this week. Mm. I'm interested in how you boys feel about this, because I think I know how you feel about mm. it. I know I know how you feel about it. Mm. Um, Machine Head are losing Dave McLean and Phil Demel from their ranks. Mm. Now, at first, this was put out on a sort of Facebook um, live post by Rob Flynn, who... Seemed really sad, and uh, he likes to
1: do those. He likes to do those. Facebook I love yeah. lot yeah. yeah. And I, I, I actually admire him doing them. I think they're pretty awesome. Mm. But,
0: yeah. but he, he did one, and he seemed like genuinely upset. Was his Catted, lot, yeah. um, And was sort of questioning the future of the band, which meant people straight away went. Machine head is splitting up, and that was sort of what you saw online.
1: It was reported really badly. It
0: was, yeah,
3: by the pre- by the music press, to so, be honest. So did he? He did this video first. Just saying that he was upset before.
0: Well, he actually. said he said that basically the band had quit, but Jared, the bass player, he's not sure if he's quit or not.
1: He said he said Phil Demel and Adam uh, Dave McLean. Quits. Oh, sorry, you you juice? juice. No, 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 no. Dave no. McLean, my no, no, apologies. No, no, no. That was Don't a bit up Freudian. Up. Uh, uh, that was the video I saw.
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 Um,
1: and then, but like, it was like a 10 minute long video, but at the end, he kind of made it pretty clear that, like, him and Jared are probably going to continue in some way, shape, mm. or form. So for, for, outlets to report that they'd split up probably just suggested they watched about two minutes and then went right let's write up the story yeah it got know. to be there
0: first didn't you that's yeah. the thing so um but I mean whatever the case I guess this is the end of what I suppose would you call this the classic machine head lineup? up
1: I think it kind of has to be because whilst people go to burn my eyes and I know there's a lot of people who are really fond of uh it's chris contus isn't it who's yeah. is the original drummer and he is brilliant like the way he hits those drums is amazing but he was only in the band for one mm. record so i don't know how you can call that a classic lineup yeah well i
0: mean to be fair this line i mean i should probably be clearer of what i meant really because obviously the lineup that is breaking up now that isn't ever going to be thought of as that like it's always going to be adam juice rob flynn um dave mclean and phil demo i think mm. will be thought of as the classic Machine Head lineup, I would Probably. imagine.
1: I mean, that's who did the blackening. Is not that's yeah. the one that did the blackening, isn't it? And mm. and I think I th- I think the thing that makes it a shame is Phil Demmel and um and uh, Dave McLean brought so much to the band. Mm. Um, Phil Demmel particularly. I mean, he came in on uh, through the ashes of Empire when Machine Head, but you know they just released Supercharger, which went down like a lead balloon. Yes, you know, rubbish. That record, mm. yeah, pretty much. And um, then no one expected Machine Head to come out with a decent record again. And they released Through the Ashes of Empire, which is fucking amazing. Mm. Then they released The Blackening, which loads of people maintain as the best metal record of the 21st century. And I think it's a really good contender. Mm-hmm. Um, I really I really like everything. I mean, I know you're not a massive fan of Locust, but I think Locust is decent.
0: I, I think Locust is better than Catharsis, personally. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. Uh, I'm not that keen on Catharsis
1: but then Bloodstone and Diamonds right. as but well. I think Bloodstone and Diamonds fucking is fucking brilliant so yeah so they released yeah. so many great records with those
3: people and I think Phil Demmel's got a shitload to do with that
0: mm. yeah uh, really yeah he really so. has what about you boys are you Machine Head fans at all how do you feel about this
3: I mean the last album I actually listened to of Machine Heads was The Blackening oh right and oh, I kind well, of yeah. I don't know I kind of not forgot about them but I just got dis- disinterest with them after after that record I, I I did love that album though. I thought it was mm. great um but then you occasionally see the odd video from Rob Flynn, like, popping up on the internet with him being upset about something mm. or another. But, um, yeah, I saw saw that video the other day and I just, I honestly felt quite sad for him. I just thought, you know, that's something that he's obviously put his life work into and he's mega passionate about. And you, you don't know what's happened behind closed doors, but, mm. I don't know, it, it seemed quite sad. I that thought. band is his life. Yeah, for yeah. He sure. He did
2: say that he would pushed them too hard yeah, yeah. He did. like he, he, he and his vision of it was too much so I think for someone in his seat to kind of admit that says it all a little bit really, yeah it's obviously just like a, uh, there's yeah. so
0: many of these characters in metal I think like yeah Lars Ulrich would people have mm-hmm. like really kind of divisive relations like ideas about Dave Mustaine is another one Rob Flynn definitely fits in that category yeah. category I think maybe Sean uh, Clown oh, yeah, from, sure, Graham from Slipknot is another person who you kind of look at and you go, well, when these lineups disintegrate. I mean, I'm in Slipknot, it could be Corey or it could be Clown, depending on who you sort of, mm. uh, you know, who, who's doing the talking at that time. But either way, that you know, great metal bands tend to have these very divisive, very hardworking, really like you know, unmovable. People who are, and, and that's kind of what makes them great. I mean, I feel a bit sad when, like, I feel shit when people could turn around and go like, eh, "Look at Rob Flynn talking about." This, 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 yeah. this. I actually think, like, well. Just put this fucking record on, like really. Do you know what I mean? Like, put the record on and judge it on that. Don't judge him on a Facebook, like in ranting yeah, yeah, about totally. Trump or like, whatever. That's, I think that's so real weird harsh. if you're
2: taking it out of context. Yeah, that's so bizarre yeah. if you're taking it out of context and going like, <laughs> look at that sort of metal celebrity. Isn't he sad in his front room now? Look at that. It's like that's one of the most powerful like gods that you have no idea. Like it's Mr. true, it, it, Mister it, it, Troll, like whoever you are, you know. Like look, that's a man a weak point in, in an amazing career. Yeah,
3: but he's also choosing to, to make that public, you know, and to kind of, that's, that's his decision to go out there and, and talk like that. But I've got a respect
1: for him for like, he, he has these journals and stuff like that and they are so honest and there's so much stuff that bands never talk about in public. Mm. I know you guys will know a lot about that. Um, And like, <laughs> Will's just giggling in the background. There, <laughs> just like
2: just, 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 no, just like oh, I don't know, someone's furious masturbation habit. The, like, yeah, that's, that's
1: that's exactly what I was referring to. Yeah, yeah. it's like
2: yeah. Renfrey's problem in the van that whoa, we never whoa about. I said, in, I said in, I said in the
1: band, nothing to do with you know. Yeah, that. I saw. I, I didn't think we were talking Let's about it. Let's not talk <laughs> tour stories. Not now. Okay, um, but I think being that open and honest takes a lot of courage and guts and uh the fact i mean i i have you interviewed Rob i have yeah uh face to face no only okay. on the phone. i interviewed him face to face uh for the indie last year fuck me he like i i loved it it was amazing but mm. he's got a presence which is don't fuck with me yeah don't you fucking dare fuck. And he was really polite. He was like, I don't want to give the wrong impression because he wasn't a dick. Mm. There's just an air about him that he's lived a life and, uh, because fuck me, he has. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't take fools gladly and stuff like that. And I I think, I think I made an okay impression. I don't know really, but like, I was in the room with him for 70 minutes and it was really exciting, but it was also quite sphincter tightening as well, you know. Mm. Um, How's the phone?
0: Uh, he was a bit kind of. Uh, he wasn't that. Like again, yeah, he wasn't particularly warm to begin with. I think there's a lot of people who probably take ten minutes before yeah, they. You, yeah. you know. I don't think that's unusual. Yeah, all. there's 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 people who, when you're interviewing them, they're proper guarded until you prove that you know about them. Because yeah. I think they probably get so many people who. Just go. What's your band called? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, to kind of to pick up on that, as I, I remember, probably uh, there's a girl I know who works for, um, who was working, who was doing PR for Helmet when they reformed, and like Helmet, obviously, like who I absolutely love, and she said they went to a radio station. And the guy was like, okay, oh, let's just record it. Like, oh, so I'm here with him. So you guys are like a new band, right? Oh, and it me. was like, fucking hell, there's just reforms from like, they were this seminal bands mm. like back in the mm. day. And I, I think, you know, musicians probably get bored of talking to people who don't really know who they are. And, um, which is, and it's fine. You just got to sort of talk to them and be like, you know, I actually buy your records and like your band and stuff and then I think they kind of and Rob Flynn was very much one of those people to me I, I think thought. the
1: moment they realise that you do actually know about their band and what they're talking about and stuff like that there's definitely kind of like an energy you know the, yeah. the room lifts a little bit and like yeah definitely. but
0: um, back to the kind of where Machine Head go from and from here uh, I mean I have to say I kind of think yeah, I, w- I would be happy like I love Machine Head's But I think every band has a shelf life. And I think we're getting to a stage now where bands who I considered new when I was like growing up are now Mm. really veteran, but like Machine Head are a veteran band. They've got numerous numerous albums. I think they have definitely, I think both creatively and commercially, they've peaked. I don't think. I think when you look at their back catalogue, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. When you think yeah. that a band like Machine Head ended up headlining Wembley and were talked mm. about, touted as potential download headliners, mm. like the idea that they got to the point in the sort of in the the late noughties where people were even considering that that band could headline a festival, the same sort of festival that Kiss and Guns and Roses headline is is just just them being mentioned in that breath. I think it's incredible. Mm. But sometimes I just think you know maybe it's for the best that you bow out and my only with your, your that, legacy intact
1: my only counter to that is um, you know I, I think I, I can't remember what you thought of Catharsis I, I certainly don't think it's. I just, think there's a couple of decent songs in yeah, it, but I'm not mad I, I, think, the, it's, I, got, I anyway. think it's just too long basically and, really and they fucking put, long, put yeah. far too many ideas, too many they, they, they didn't no one was saying yeah don't put that on the record you know kind of thing but um, it's certainly seen as like the biggest stinker probably since Supercharger but obviously after Supercharger came through the ashes of Empire so it's very rare that bands get two kind of um, points in their career where they're absolutely massive and everywhere. But Machine mm. Head managed it with Burn My Eyes and and uh, uh, the blackening. blackening. So can they do it a third time? I don't know. I don't know. But I think there's going to be a lot of like thinking. And I mean, they're going out on tour, aren't they? they yeah, are they're going. So this is it. They're going to the complete US.
0: this lineup. Will do a fa- is doing a farewell yeah. tour. And then those guys will go away, and presumably Rob Flynn, I imagine, will put a new lineup of Machina together, and that's what he's always done. Um, I was thinking
3: about w- that f- that farewell tour as well. That I mean, weird vibes, hey? yeah, weird like, vibes. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine Oof. that? You mm. know, knowing that that's coach that's each? the thing that's already finished.
2: Well, like, oh no, let's let's share a bunk tonight, guys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think okay. oh, no. <laughs> that could be libelous. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't
1: think um, Machina could afford a coach each. No. like you know, no, no. Uh, I, I can't, that's the thing, I can't imagine that they're, like, at loggerheads. I can't imagine that they hate each other or but anything I mean, like they that. they can't
3: be if they're doing that tour. Exactly, unless, and it's a long tour as well. Unless they've actively sat there and said, well, look, we're going to make X amount on this tour. Let's that's just do that and then call it a day. Yeah, uh, possibly.
1: Yeah, maybe, but I, I don't know. It's I, all I, speculation, I, isn't it, really? It, it is, is all speculation, you know. frankly. I, so I think, well, I,
0: like, personally, how I feel, I don't think we've seen the end of Machine Head mm. at all but i think maybe we should we should sure mm. that's what that's honestly mm. how i feel because I, I would rather you know i just like bands to go out when on when they're at least approaching something of a semblance of being great and i you know how long were led zeppelin together for mm. fucking 10 years 10, 10 about, years about how long were the beatles together eight nine Nail years nine, Something yeah. like like you know now bands are together for 30 years and I just think it's difficult for guys like you, like you like you guys, like you've got these fucking, I mean, I got into a ruck with the singer from Batman 5000 on Twitter because I was like, <laughs> get out, because I said, in I reviewed their uh, appalling last record in Metal Hammer and said, just go, just go away. Like the world doesn't need you. Yeah, and so he was what, like, you shouldn't more, ever tell people how to artistically express themselves. And it's like, well, maybe, but, you know that's and that's actually fair. That's a fair. I was like, mm. that is a fair comment. If mm-hmm. you really feel like you needed to get the song David Fucking Bowie or Dance <laughs> Like a Stripper or whatever the shite song was, <laughs> if you really feel oh, like yeah. your soul is nourished by releasing that out into the universe, then you go for it, mate. But mm. you are clogging up our music scene and stopping. Like you know, when I think they played the main stage at Download <gasps> uh, when they came back that year, and bands like Heck. And fucking mm. feed the rhino, split up two years later and they were stuck on the fourth stage. Fuck off. Yeah. Just get out. Yeah. And I'm not saying that about Machine Ed, but I'm just saying
1: like but you're saying about I think bands <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've, had your, oh, wow. you've had your You've had your, oh, wow. your slump shitty second
0: album now, fuck off.
2: You you actually described it at one point last year, you said something that I remember really well. Like um uh, when you talked about Dillinger's Farewell, and you were like, I think that's the best fucking movie they've ever done. And I I remember listening to you saying that, being like, yes, actually, like, that was the perfect career. Mm -hmm. Like look at that from a start to finish. Yeah. And I'm, you went to the show, didn't you? Yeah. Absolute. Well, I'm
1: not, I don't like talking about it around Steve. When, when <laughs> I, whenever or I, whenever, me. I, whenever I talk about it around Steve, he gets very angry. And, it's uh, kind of a sore subject. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I did see the final with the show. Yeah. And it was uh, quite Pretty, pretty, quite, pretty good. quite good, yes. Mm. Um, but just <laughs> that,
2: that thing, I think you're totally right, that that, that is like, a Perfect career, you know, to have like executed that, got to a point and realizing that that is the end of that thing, like mm. to have taken that thing to its completion, yeah, I think has a very, very intelligent level of like it's very <sighs> self aware, yeah, very self aware yeah. and having an artistic ability to step outside of your own product or not, mm. not product but your own,
1: just your own, band. art like yeah, that you make doing, and yeah.
2: to be like. Regardless of how we are as people, like actually maybe this is the perfect point to to leave it there, and Mm. yeah, maybe maybe that, like you say, maybe Machine Head should just be like, that was really good. Let's do a clown project now with unicorn
1: music. (laughs) Unicorn. So Rob Lord Flynn, but you're you're doing so well
2: there, Will. Yeah,
0: (laughs) 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 you're doing really well. But we'll see what happens in Machine Head. I can guarantee you it won't be unicorn clown music, though, that we next see from Rob Flynn. I'm pretty sure about it that. It's a bit
1: like the Magic Roundabout or something.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, fine. Could happen.
1: Um, I, I'm just going to say, I, I, I hope they do get it together. And I I, I wouldn't be sad if, if he did something else. But I, I, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I would be sad. I, I, I'd I just, still know. be keen to hear it. Like, very, yeah. very keen to hear it. Because i Fucking love machine. Head, well yeah, me too.
0: I wouldn't yeah. want machine. I wouldn't it's not like I'm going you know, this isn't like Schindler's list and no, I'm like walking around oh going, wow. somebody's oh, gotta go Jesus. somebody's right. going today. Yeah. One of you fucking metal bands needs to get the fuck out of Dodge right now. You know, this isn't you know, I'm not like that dude in old Cont- oh, no country no country for old men. <laughs> like, come on. Anyway
4: shouldn't have said anything. Oh, yeah. Said anything. Yeah. No. Okay, yeah,
0: uh, anyway, new architect songs out. This is a really sweet transition. Um, That's a band who don't need to be going anywhere. Uh, They just released a new song called Royal Beggars, the third one from Holy Hell, which is out on the 9th of November. This is proper. Yes. I mean, lads, you're from Brighton. They're your peers, I guess, your mates.
1: You know them quite well, don't you? Uh, you uh, No.
2: Well, I mean, yes, used to. Okay, Mm. I went to college with them. Okay. uh, With uh, Dan and Tom. Right. Mm. Um, And Tim the original uh, chaps and also the original singer Matt Right. when they were a band called Counting the Days before they were called Architects oh, were they called
4: you
0: know Counting that? the Days yeah. fuck my, my see I didn't know my band played with Counting the Days Yeah. my actual band they supported my band I had no fucking sure idea I don't
2: know I don't know but which I don't know if Architects would agree that um, they, they might all tweet me after this and be like that wasn't us but i'm almost certain like that that most of those guys mm. were in that previous band at fondine right. college at fondine wow. school
0: cuz i do my old band this is going back fucking years like decades nearly and yeah we did a gig and i was like yeah they would have been young as fuck and really, so being like i was like oh they're, good. they're super tech they're, they're really way good way better than us yeah and then we split up not solely because of that but I think, yeah they've been doing it since yeah. since mm. then but i mean the fact they're playing a, they're doing a, an arena tour they're headlining wembley yep. like yep. i think everything they've released from the new album sounds like it's going to be just fucking awesome it's a tough thing to follow up such a great album at the best of times having to do it after what those guys have been through um, is really tough and uh, it just it's unbelievable that it feels so kind of naturally great do you know what I mean like you listen to it and you go this is just so fucking great it's so fucking great it is,
3: it is that fucking good as well yeah. and it, and it, it's weird with them as well because it doesn't feel like they've ever really stopped nope it just kind mm. of kept coming with those guys and it just continues to be like better and better. And I, I, I don't know. I just think what they're doing is such an incredible thing at the moment. And yeah, the tracks are insane.
0: Yeah, it's such a... like you know flag bearers and like the the to me they're they're the standard for sort of heavy British bands in this country um Renfri do you want to add anything well um, (laughs) uh,
1: so it's kind of well known that like I've (laughs) never really been on board with architects particularly um I we had a little listen to this new song just before we started recording and you know I thought it sounded decent it wasn't like I, I'm not head over heels like oh my god it's incredible personally, mm. but I was like okay this is interesting and like I would you know Architects is such a massive band is such an important band for metal in this country I'm gonna check it out like yeah. but there's no and I'm sure we'll get the stream soon hopefully and you know I would definitely be checking it out I'm sure we'll be reviewing it mm. on of course on here. Um, but, you know, yeah, it sounds cool. I'm I'm always open to try and get... I was saying just before we started recording that I listen to uh, All Our Gods like once every six months mm-hmm. just to try and reappraise it. And, you know, I still still don't get it, but one day I might. You know, there's plenty of bands who I used to hate. The first time I saw Dillinger, I thought they were terrible. Yeah, I, 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 get I, it. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, so, mm-hmm. so you know, because cause I was... My reference point up to that point, the heaviest thing I'd ever heard was Slayer. So to me... And it was it was on that system tour. <laughs> You're uh, one of those guys. I'm one of those that guys
0: boiling I I, for a fight with. I wasn't
1: I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't throwing shit at them or anything like that, and it was in Birmingham, not yeah. London. But yeah. um but but I was at the back going, What the fuck is this nonsense? They're not even playing in time, blah blah blah, I don't get it. Mm. Did
3: um, they did they go down really badly? On oh terribly. my god. It oh was, my god. Yeah. Dude,
0: it was fucking brutal. Yeah. It was so brilliant though. But it was it was it was just really hard. I spent I went to it. Because um, I bought tickets before they got added, because obviously the yeah, system was so down on toxicity. You're going to want to see that anyway. Yeah. Um, I bought tickets before they got added, and then once they got added, I couldn't quite because I just kind of got into them about six months before. I could not quite believe that this band <laughs> were going to be playing Brixton Academy, like on Calculating Infinity, mm. just after mm. Gregor joined. Yeah, Gregor just joined. And, them, uh, yeah, and it was fucking. And like, I saw them. They they headlined uh, the Concord in Brighton uh, on a day off. Right. Um and I went down to see that and I saw that first and I remember them the cheer went up when they went, Ladies and gentlemen, System of a Down will not be appearing tonight and the whole room (laughs) cheered which (laughs) you know, elitist punk tossers that we were. We thought, Yeah, great. But actually obviously System of a Down are brilliant. And um And then the other, and I heard, been hearing all these rumours about like, oh, people fucking hate this band, suck, and they're terrible, and like people have been slagging them off and everything. So I went down and literally barely watched Dillinger, just walked around eyeballing anyone who dared to even go, what? (laughs) Like, just being like, you're a fucking piece of shit. like You're a piece of shit if you don't like this band. Like, I was a bit of a prick when I was a kid. Um, But
1: you can understand why someone who's... The heaviest they've gone. I I think at that point, the heaviest record I'd ever heard in my life is probably God Hates Us All. Uh And I'm watching this totally, you know, weird-ass, incredibly heavy, lots of screaming, sort of jazz rhythm, syncopated. I I mean, I just couldn't Mm. compute it. I didn't understand it. And, um, yeah, I just just didn't get it. I just didn't get it at all.
2: Weirdly enough, right, Tim is so bizarre that this is in this conversation but tim the original guitarist in architects mm. was the first person to play me dillinger escape plan right and i hated it i thought yeah. I, I i was like mate what is this absolute i, I think on am calculating infinity actually like he was like oh man we're gonna we're gonna i think we're going out on tour with these guys like can't mm. really can't wait it's really exciting and i was like this is absolute nonsense and he's like mate listen to those blast beats and i'm like I don't care, like... But at the time, I think I was into, like, Ugly Kid Joe. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. And like, loads of, like, sort of weird stoner, like... You know, and those guys' tastes were always, like, well ahead of mine in terms of the music they wanted to listen to. Yeah. We yeah. used to hang out at some of our mates' houses and... Uh, yeah, hang out and, like, listen to those albums and, and that kind of stuff and i always remember being there being like it's a bit mathy sounds a bit <laughs> bit overcomplicated, really doesn't it or why, why can't you just play a nice groove in 4-4 like ugly kid joe <laughs> <laughs> or, na- or, or, or like yeah exactly and they're like dude who you invited your
0: friend over he's like, a will guy that is something that I really, I mean, that is what I love about architects. The, the fact that they're that big. And, I, you know, there are some bands in the last sort of 10 years or so from Britain who have got massive on, I guess, what you'd sort of call quote unquote metalcore, who don't know where that comes from. Do you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. don't know about Caving and they don't know about like Equal Vision Records and they don't know about Drown a Man or Botch or whatever and especially when you know like with the stuff you're talking about the Brighton scene we're talking about like Johnny Truant and, yeah, and yeah, Subvert yeah. and bands like that. And is it um, the blood
2: um, thing Johnny Truant that last yeah. record oh, yeah mate mm. Mm. insane yeah, and architect- people have forgotten about Johnny Truant and, yeah, and, really and
0: I, when I see architects like Ali Pali or the idea they're playing Wembley to me it's like going this is like one of those bands that used to get put on at school halls that I remember seeing like fucking little punk rock shows and one of those bands and those people from that scene have risen up to play Wembley Arena it they just is stuck at, fucking at it man like unbelievable honed
2: their craft again and again and again mm. and again and again yeah because I I have to admit like I I completely understand uh Renfrey's, like separation from it because it's taken me like a long time to get it and I was actually explaining this to Joe earlier like I because when when that when they came out and when they first started uh, before Hollow Crown, was Hollow Crown the first album? Um no, it's it not the first. I can't remember. The first, one, the first Ruin one was Ruin. First one. No, before Ruin. There's one album before Ruin. I can't uh, remember I what it's, can't called. Remember
0: it's called off the top of my head. Um, okay.
2: But that's with Matt. Mm. Um, I stole Matt's girlfriend.
4: Whoa. Yeah. Well. What, like kidnapped? Yeah. No, oh, we right. started going out.
2: Oh, okay. That's a fa- fact for you. Un- unknown fact. Anyway, <laughs> I... I... Just
1: You know we're recording this, it. Will, right? People are going to hear this, you know? But,
2: um, no, just, just that, like, a lot of it, at the time, like, an architects have gone way past this now, but was real, like, fashion-associated. Like, there was a whole thing yeah, so with, like, if you listened to that music, you dressed in those clothes. And, like, I, I really liked the music, mm. but I didn't want to dress like that. And if you didn't dress that way then you couldn't listen to, like you, you weren't allowed to hang out with those people mm-hmm. and it was there really was a bit exclusive of a, bit of a snobbery kind yeah, of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah.
0: definitely a, it was. I mean I think they've totally outgrown that at this point I mean this yeah, is like, yeah. 15 yeah.
2: What, yeah however yeah like it's a long time probably 13, at least 13 years ago or something mm, yeah. now 13 14 years ago probably yeah. at least Yeah.
1: yeah. well anyway but, um, um,
0: yeah. fucking mm. great song the album's yeah. great I'm very chuffed for them Uh, this is good John Lydon has had a pop at Green... and I say a pop. He's had another pop because he had one when the Sex Pistols first reformed back in 1996. He said they were coming back to kill off offspring in Green Day, which Mm -hmm. he didn't quite manage to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, he's been talking to the New York Times. He called Green Day turgid, embarrassing and coat hangers. (laughs) Um, <laughs> he was asked hangers. about the state hangers, of uh, punk and said, "How many bands sound like Green Day now? I look at them and I have to laugh. They're coat hangers, a turgid version of something that doesn't belong to them." <laughs> I love John Lydon. So exactly. coat,
1: hanger, coat hanger is such a weird insult, isn't it? You yeah. Coat hanger. Well,
0: it just means that you just, just black clothes. You? Yeah, yeah. You're just clothes. what's hung on you.
1: I mean, I, I, so I'm not a big fan of Green Day nowadays. I love uh green day up to a point probably up to american idiot um i know never mind the bollocks is a seminal record and all that stuff but mm-hmm. can, you know career wise i mean it's green day for me every time because they've done so much interest they've, they've done so much stuff over the years you're a fucking joker no! No no, no 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 come on never mind the bollocks has you know what about
0: pill what about public image limited
1: well, about okay. the work he
0: did with left field
1: i mean i I wasn't including pill stuff, but yeah, okay, the stuff i'm I'm not saying that like john i I don't know, I mean you know he can say he can say whatever he likes, but can I just say
2: isn't it, it shouldn't I mean, like Green Day are very. very is this like this week?
0: Because yeah, I know. <laughs> they're not. Is he not? Does he not want
2: to pick on someone a bit more contemporary? Yeah, I don't think he knows. He
0: probably doesn't know, does he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. he's an old man. Oh, having yeah. a
2: pop at Green Day like, again. It's like, mate. Yeah, they they, they probably like have a pop at all time low. Like, like, at least start an yeah, all yeah, time yeah, low. Yeah, 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 Go for someone a bit more like modern. Yeah, yeah. Green Day forms at the end of the. I mean, Green Day are super modern still. Like they're. They're doing their thing. They're still a big
0: headliner. But, but it's a bit like, yeah, you're doing that one again?
1: Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, there are so many of those bands that he could have said, you're fucking terrible. But, that's, but seems, that's the thing. The Green Day are the biggest ones, He I chose
1: guess. Yeah, but that's why he chose Green Day, because yeah. he's doing this to get in the news. Mm. That's the only reason he's doing it. And that's the only reason he does do this shit. So yeah. Well, he was asked, to be fair. Uh, he was asked. What, what was the question? Is there anyone
0: you don't really like in music? He was asked about the state of punk in 2018. He also said hip-hop uh, is just music to wear trainers to or something as well. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <I laughs> or to sell I, trainers. I thought uh, I sounded naive about hip-hop. I mean, <laughs> the, the thing about John Lydon is, is like, you you know he's going to be a curmudgeon. I sort of yeah, think, yeah. like, I, I quite like it. I, I, Joe? I, you
3: know. Fine. Yeah, it, I, I mean, I think the fact that we're talking about it, he's winning, isn't he? Because yeah. yeah, more people yeah. are going to find out who John, mm. what's his name, is. the sex, who? who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, yeah. I could not care so okay. less. Cool. pistol,
2: pistol, fuck, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's oh, your oh. new single, isn't it? Pistol, fuck. Yeah. yeah, pistol. I'm man.
0: sure he's gonna be gunning for you boys after he is. is. <laughs> that's happening. He just doesn't fucking care. Black Peaks Sex Pistols Beef. That's what I But it's funny though, like.
2: imagine doing the same thing with like, someone we really do care about, like Roger Waters, like mm. asking him what he'd think about punk. He'd probably go and do a bit of research.
0: He's Roger Wal- well. If you ask Roger Waters what he thought about prog rock, he'd probably go, No. I don't like Radiohead. Yeah.
1: That is, a, yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. that's the equivalent. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: And he might do that because he's a miserable cunt as well. Right? Yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, <laughs> so they're just all a bunch of miserable cunts, old rock stars. Um, uh, speaking of um, massively overrated prog bands, Muse are playing the Royal Albert Hall on the, oh! third of, on the 3rd of December on! for a Prince's Trust benefit, um, ah. which at least the money goes to a good cause. So
2: why? what is this I hear that you think that Muse are a prog band?
1: Uh, I don't think they are a prog band. They're, what? they're, they're, they're definitely okay. since when? Oh Christ! Since the beginning of Muse, like they're definitely they So they are they're a prog, prog band, band they,
3: mate. I, I, Actually really, really, yeah. yeah, yeah like
1: sure. you don't have to like it, but I but they love are.
2: Muse. I oh, do absolutely
1: love. Yeah, do you like? Oh, yeah, yeah, man.
2: Like early, like the Origin of Symmetry, literally changed my yeah. life. Origin of ever. Symmetry like. is phenomenal. That
1: that that album, a good like, album, actually, literally, absolutely changed everything for the me. Thing is, but, we, we've started this little mini kind of feud thing, but I think ah. when it comes to Muse, we do tend to agree because you like Origin of Symmetry. I think as to Origin of Symmetry is good, yeah. I like Absolution, which you do as well. Yeah, Amazing. that's really sh- this. Oh, show no, no, no. Actually, I like, I like
0: Absolution. I'm not fussed by Origin of Symmetry. Okay, right, really? Right, right, right. Yeah.
1: Okay. I go up to Black Holes and Revelation. Black Holes and
0: Revelation, I got. That was the one that I got and was like, this is okay. And I thought it was okay. Um, it's not as good as the previous ones but, but it's I still did right. think and then but I had not listen I'd never bothered listening to Absolution because I thought Origin Symmetry was pretty boring mm. and then I left it and then I listened to Black owls and Revelations and I thought it was quite good but then recently it's only been the last sort of six, eight months I listened to Absolution Absolution is good everything else I'm just not I just don't care.
1: Let's take a song like "Citizen Erased" on Origin of Symmetry. That huge seven and a half minute piano sweeping cinematic okay, epic. Okay,
2: you've instantly got me
1: cornered <laughs> <laughs> in a cage. That's a, pro, <laughs> that's a prog fucked. rock song. That's a prog rock, <laughs> rock song. Yeah. I love cornering you and fucking you, but that is a prog <laughs> rock song. Like you know, I, I, <laughs> this is why we go on tour together all the time. Yeah. But <laughs> you know that is that is prog rock. Like like oh, it man. just is, I think man. You just
2: Lord me, <laughs> I've never know heard anyone. As, as, as we started this problem. conversation, I'm now going. <laughs> There's keyboards.
1: <laughs> yes, quite a <laughs> lot. Some of the
2: songs are kind of long. <laughs> yep, yeah. um, they, they, they have they, really they, great harmonies. They have suites.
1: They have suites of songs on the later albums, ah. the, the ones which are shite. But they do D- have suites of songs. I've already listened to them. Yeah, they're not great. Drones is okay. Was alright actually. Okay.
3: okay, it's it's hit and miss. But yeah, yeah I mean, you named a song after it, didn't you? no <laughs> no that was
2: nothing to do with that that was nothing to do with that was the profits of
0: rage wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's drone drones yeah. come on over my man. massive mansion <laughs> <laughs> fucking drones
2: thanks okay okay uh, but, but I, I've always thought of them as a pop rock band and they were the first band Oh, your your, end, your face, your Hill. all over the place. Your face is your.
0: <laughs> muser, <laughs> He's got the biggest grin.
2: Just muser like, of are, like Yeah, no, you
0: sound just like uh, cheap trick. No, no, no. That's all right. <laughs> no, but of
2: <over laughs> the era, like they were, they were, they were just so. It was so huge from Origin of Symmetry. That yeah, was, yeah, when yeah. It, that dropped, it was like poof, rock band, like doing kind of poppy stuff, and they seem like. Um, Especially on M T V and all that around that time, like they were just Yeah, huge. Absolutely, absolutely like rose Mm. to the top, you know. So
0: so were Razorlight at that time
1: oh Sorry. come on! I'm, okay, you can't Muse, are a, that. Muse are a lot more interesting than Razorlight. they're so much more interesting. Of course, they are. The other, the Nothing's
0: other a, what is I'm this? struggling to think of Joe, who less. Who are these two
1: men? Less interesting <laughs> 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 than Razorlight. <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> opinions. I didn't say that about Razorlight. <laughs> yeah. Let's calm down. <laughs> no, I, like,
0: Muse are clearly <laughs> far better than Razorlight.
1: Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah, that reason, Razorlight would drifle. be too. Well, the other thing, the other thing that doesn't get talked about very much about Muse is, at the time, Showbiz was released in 1999 when new metal was every everything mm. and they come out with this album with shitloads of piano on it and doing whatever the f- no it came out in 98 didn't it well, d- just doing stuff whatever the fuck they wanted to do and they got accused of being radiohead copyists which i think was pretty nonsense to be honest it's yeah just it's, it's sung in a, so, it sounds completely it just sung in a high register that's the only reason why that comparison was made i think um but you know they've never cared about fitting in and no. i think that is undoubtedly a good thing and a cool thing yeah. whether you like them mm. or not i think that's something to admire about them so uh, Royal Albert Hall, yeah royal apple so can you guys get us some tickets <laughs> um no god i, no. Go <laughs> <up. Music laughs> well, I, I mean no, no. To, yeah.
0: to be honest i'm 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 not even going to try i Sorry. i would i'm going to
1: well, try i'm going to try if, you, if you can, can have try, my plus one if i, I get them yeah yeah, yeah yeah Joe, but is it because it's a charity gig they might not have uh they might guess not have freebies no. well, anyway, I, might I, buy, I might buy a ticket or... I mean I'd be tempted to go I've like, always, yeah. I've
2: actually never seen them live oh have you not I've always, always wanted to go and see them they are so have, have you seen them so visits? yeah
0: they've got that huge telly
2: haven't
0: they <laughs> <laughs> wow they're so good live look how big that television screen is I it's saw massive. them okay
1: I saw them at the A2 arena uh, on the drones tour and they did have these massive flying drones mm. um, going walk, uh, going around the um, arena and I was there the night <laughs> to
0: Chuck D come out and start hitting them with <laughs> a mock <laughs> Put <laughs> damn drones out of my motherfucking Show D
1: with a mop. Brilliant. Um, um, and, um, you know, it was fucking cool. And I was actually there the night where one of the drones crashed into uh, the audience. Uh, but, the, the, like, that sounds terrible. Was everyone okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they go so... They're going about, about one mile an hour. So it's like... Uh, <laughs> Fucking like Austin Powers, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, that won't really work or, uh, or in an audio fashion. No, no, right? Renf- <laughs> Renfry was—he was playing his hand towards like, him really yeah. slowly whilst
2: yeah. making that noise. Then, yeah. by the way, <laughs>
1: yeah. um, but but you know, like in in terms of like the production that they put on, it's fucking wicked. They um, managed to make screens out of smoke, so they just had smoke coming down uh from the ceiling and then they projected images onto the smoke mm-hmm. and shit like that you know when we were talking about ghosts, yeah a couple of weeks ago you know it, it, it's the way muse use their technology and the way that they use what they're th- they're doing it's really fucking cool why are you sniggering i just me?
2: imagine papa coming in on a segue
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like matt bellamy does <laughs> <laughs> Rectors <laughs> dominus, getting his robe caught in the wheel. His
1: robe caught in the wheels. Oh, there's, a in the wheels. Well, there's, there's your chances of supporting ghost gone out the window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry, guy. no, it would be really funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they can make it look like he was sort of floating in a
0: demonish way. Yeah, mm. yeah. Anyway, well, music, <laughs> music playing the Royal Albert. All oh, cheers. Uh um, <laughs> That's it. That's it. So let's move on and do what we like to call the trade-off, the trade-off. Uh, on this show. So, Ooh. But this week, we did it differently, because normally, Renfri, I give you an album, you give me an album. Mm-hmm. This week, collectively, we gave the boys an album, mm-hmm. and they gave us one. So we gave you two Through Silver and Blood by Neurosis, which, shamefully, you've never heard before. And you gave us Sound Awake by Carnival. Mm. Who's going to start? Who do you want to start? Uh, guys, you're the to start? So we gave you Neurosis's... Um, through Silver in Bloods, yeah. uh, well, Let's just crack on. Like, you guys were familiar with Neurosis before. Yes.
3: Yeah, but this this is it. So, firstly, we are mental for not having looked much further into Neurosis than, right. than we did. I mean, I speak for both of Oh, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. I, I've, like, I've been a big fan for about ten years. But, like, they have a lot of albums. And, like... I think, for me, I've, just to excuse myself slightly, got stuck on maybe one or two albums. Which would be? Um, For me, the the one I always remember is, apart from right now when I can't remember (laughs) what it is called, (laughs) The Eye of Every Storm. Yeah. And I obsessively listened to that and, Mm -hmm. like, basically no other neurosis albums Mm -hmm. for
1: four years mm-hmm. and i would just i'd pl- I play it like every every week to know, give you some like, to give you both some credit neurosis's back catalogue is super daunting yeah, and vast. uh every single vast and every single record does take time mm. you know you do need to, so i think that's fair enough um but at the same time what the fuck guys <laughs> <laughs> <So> what <laughs> was, what, you what was
0: your kind of sweet spot for neurosis and joe what or was, when? Sorry, what was that? You're sort of um, the sweet, like the stuff that you listen to from the right. Like was, how how big a fan were I've you I've always before? found you're really uh,
1: good n- l- not l- not at all. listening to questions, Joe. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> little yeah, reference not. to Radio
0: One there.
3: Oh, <laughs> don't do this. He's <laughs> really he's still sad. I mean, this is a world's fault as well. Do <laughs> you want to explain what happened, Joe, but, so, well, so that people well,
2: understand that reference quickly?
3: I mean. Uh, I, for, it doesn't really for, matter. For those, that, for those
1: that don't know, uh, Black Peaks recently did a uh, radio session on, uh, a live radio session on Radio One, One yeah. uh, and uh, uh, the presenter, I can't remember his name, but he was asking a question. Benji B. Benji B. And B. Um, and uh, Joe said, that's a really good question. Could you repeat the question? He was wait, tuning wait, wait, his wait. guitar. Wait,
3: rewind. Yeah. <laughs> so he asked some pretty simple questions. I mean, they are all pretty simple questions. But oh, you are, are you dissing Benji B's questions?
2: No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he did ask us about football.
3: Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Live on the air. Okay. But he'd, um, Fair enough. Uh,
3: he'd asked Will a bunch of questions and then asked him another question. Uh, to which Will didn't deflection really, didn't really know the answer, <laughs> so we looked to the one person that was busy doing something. <laughs> ah, Joe, what do you think about that? So, uh, definitely wasn't listening. It was your script. it was your fake. Oh, that's a really good question. Yeah. Though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, Steve. I well, I'm sorry, I'm totally. Just, by the way,
0: no one's ever going to come on this fucking show again if you just <laughs> bring up the like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, uh, no, definitely bring up the the time you. W- like yeah, a, a, a embarrassed live on air you fucking son of a bitch yeah. <laughs> so um, but Joe Neurosis
3: uh, on, honestly like haven't delved deep into him before mm-hmm. at all like and I, like I've gone to listen to him a bunch of times and we'll get a couple of minutes into a song and just because it takes so long and it is such a challenging lesson with Neurosis like I've just I've never got past the two or three minute mark with a song and just thought yeah oh wow they're quite oppressive well in, in a similar way to maybe cult of Luna, uh, in terms of like you've really got a i don't know i i had to be anyway to be in the right mindset to get six minutes into a song before yeah. it actually does anything yeah yeah um and to actually for there to be a reason for that you yeah. know and and this this neurosis record was like the first time i've actually listened to him and actually got it cool. um, and maybe that's cuz i'm just I, d- I don't know like um i don't know just yeah i just i've never made time for it mm. and but this the, stu- the really stupid thing about all of this is that they like and it, it's so clear on this record they are obviously one of the biggest inspirations to basically all of my favourite bands yeah because yeah. I'm hearing Converge in there yeah. Colter Luna I'm even even hearing like Tom from Slayer's voice in there mm-hmm. um, hearing tons of Crack the Sky Yeah, mm. loads oh, of Mastodon yeah. I was going to say um,
0: Mastodon are yeah, the yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: I mean, Scott it's Kelly's it's been cool. on pretty much
3: every single. Mastodon on every.
1: Um, he has been on every single one. Yeah, yeah. 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 every single yeah,
3: yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But like often, if there is like a, a band I am getting into, I'll usually look at their influences because you can often hear where they're coming from. And Neurosis is, is an obvious one, especially with with Scott being on every Mastodon album, but yeah like i said get two or three minutes into a track and it just wasn't doing much for me and i think i need to see him live as well but that definitely this helps. Yeah. this album and like it's something you talked about i think it was last week was um like the true meaning of of heavy mm. this is like one of the heaviest albums i've ever heard oh my god yeah 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 it's so, yeah, heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking it's heavy it's devastating yeah, it, it really is. Is. yeah
0: it is i mean like i I obviously like. I love Neurosis. I think this is the best album, and I think because, like, oddly, having said all that, I feel like this is the most instant <laughs> Neurosis album, which means really? fuck all. Which means fuck all in reality. Oh. But I mean, no, there, it probably is. I was just trying to think. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's kind of is. no such thing as an instant no. Neurosis See, album. See, I'd
2: say that that, that the, th- the uh, through the eye of every storm is is the most instant because the first track. Oh, I thought I wrote it down what it's called. I can't remember what it is, but the first track on on that is, is actually pretty kind of driving and it's like it, it, it doesn't do the slow crushing thing that they do on so many of the other records mm. with all the atmospheric kind of I don't know how you describe half the especially on this record like there's so many kind of sampley like uh, what do you call it it's like soundscapes but it's like industrial yeah. and kind of sounds so violent sometimes and mm. really like scary and kind of uninviting and then mm. you stick out some points on this record for like three minutes of a track and then like actually uh track two which is i think called i um rehumanize like,
0: Oh, wow, the rehumanises the little kind of... Yeah, the second track proper is I, yeah. Yeah, I.
2: So the most unrelentingly heavy riff um, mm. from 3 Minutes 38.
0: Yeah, I've oh, just written... <laughs> in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so what's amazing about this record to me is that they went on... They were main stage at Ozfest and they went out on tour supporting Pantera on this record. And people were talking about them like they were going to be the future of metal. They had like major labels coming after them that they all turned down that when you listen to this record i mean it took me so long to get into neurosis because i remember this album coming out and i was just like people going oh they're the best like you know rob flynn from machine head and fucking yeah. oz like they were getting on the oz fest and pantera like they're the best metal band in the- neurosis are the best metal band in the world at the moment on this record and i was like oh cool thinking they were gonna sound like Cold chamber or something (laughs) and you put this on and i was just like what the fuck is this this?" like and it took me literally years took me literally years before i could finally appreciate this record and they are so influential they are so far ahead of of their of their their time um but just the idea that you know pantera fans were getting like obviously pantera is a super heavy band but pantera fans coming to drink whiskey and shout mm. yesterday don't mean shit mm. like um well at this point it,
1: at this point it was uh, the great southern, great southern Co, it? so yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. sort of heaviest era of pantera yeah, yeah, yeah. but
0: even so mm. like mm. even pantera sounds like child's play yeah, compared yeah, to yeah, this
3: yeah. that's probably why they were must have been getting into them as well and I, I'd love to see them live because I think it would just be the most like the most crazy deep experience Yeah, man. Band I, I, well. I went to
2: see them for the first time at Coco last year um, and I took a mate who, who'd never seen them before and like I really think more than I was actually really surprised at how how long, just how long they take before they'll drop a riff or anything heavy. Like on that show particularly, they were doing like the soundscapey stuff and they've got a guy at the side of the stage that's got like keyboards and loads of kind yeah. of pads and um, I don't know what you'd call it, but I think like sampling kind of mm. stuff that does it all live. Um, but they would take so like 12 minutes of playing these huge like segue intros Rempfry is tapping my elbow because my hands were miles away from the (laughs) microphone. like, but um, and then and then drop into like the most insane neurosis style stuff. And it's that we always we talk about this a lot about when stuff is heavy. Like, if you have a build up and you use that tension and like chords and stuff to then go into something that's heavy, it is so heavy. Yeah, mm. you know, like uh,
1: it, if you make people wait a while and then you drop something, it's like oh. this is gonna this is gonna sound like a really weird segue, but it's kind of like it's like sex. So if you're building oh, up, <laughs> so if you're building up, so I'm I'm not trying to suggest oh, Jesus <laughs> so If you're building up and building up and you you know you're doing all the pre-fab bits, um and you're driving someone crazy, then once you get to the punch, that's probably, that's <laughs> I don't know what, you like the fucking Gene the Simmons of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the grossest.
0: <laughs> music is, music,
1: music is about building yeah. release. No, you're right. I know. I know. I know. you know, I'm not calling neurosis sexy because that is fucking, I weird, think neurosis but, is sexy, <laughs> <laughs> but in, in that way, in, in a way they, they, Steve has his head in his hands
0: (laughs) (laughs) he really does I've never ever would have thought that this was going to go no no me neither
1: fine 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 but yeah no I I, understand
0: I understand what what you're saying but I'm going to stop you from saying it (laughs) so (laughs) Um, but yeah so you enjoyed this then boys I I loved it amazing
2: I I, I can't I I literally can't wait to listen to it again yeah like especially I've written down some of my favourites um Eon um, oh mate, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh mate,
3: it's it's weird actually because for how um, for how dark that record is, it's strangely uplifting in parts. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that track when particularly they, when, they, when they drop those riffs yeah. and it's there's like like tinges of major stuff going. Well, on Well, it's in like there. a it small
1: glimmer of light, and it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. On that track is track ten of eleven, and yeah. you're you're a good. Fifty minutes into it, by that point, yeah, deep in it, you're di- deep in it, sexy, mm, yeah. uh, and um, senior and, and <laughs> That's our episode title. And um, carry on, on, <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, and it's like it's they've waited that long to give you just a glimmer of kind of mm. uh, hope, almost, and it's mm. taken away quite quickly. Oh yeah, Scott Kelly's
3: voice as well oh, is wow. just the, oh, the yeah. most humbling yeah, absolutely dog.
2: like I kind of forgot how just how crushing
3: yeah, yeah. his
2: voice is until I started listening to this again and I was like oh man <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to admit we were I, we, I I started listening to the record after um our, one of our production rehearsals the other day and it was like the most beautifully sunny autumn day and I was walking through the fucking park <laughs> and it's like Kids playing, like barbecues going on, people skateboarding having Beautiful the time of their life. Day. And yeah. I listened to Scott Kelly like, no! No! <laughs> like
0: Well mate like the t- end of the world, literally. I like. tell you, there is a um if you go on YouTube, one of the best things about it is that like I say, they play they were the opening band on the main stage at an Ozfest lineup. It was the Ozfest kind of I think it was ninety seven. So it was an Ozfest lineup which was the original Black Sabbath um, Fear Factory Machine Ed Marilyn Manson um, Vision Disorder Uh, typo negative like really really fucking awesome awesome lineup and Neurosis were the opening band on the main stage right with all these huge metal bands and Pantera played it as well Um, and Neurosis were the opening band on that that main stage lineup and there is a video on YouTube of Neurosis doing Locust Star from this record which presumably at like 11 o'clock in the morning in a sports stadium in America in the middle of summer right in broad daylight in blazing heat like blue sky and they are one of the few bands because i've seen i've seen them outdoors in like blazing hot blue sun sunny skies before as well and i was like oh is this gonna work is this actually gonna work and they just turn the whole world fucking black and bleak it's amazing so if you go on youtube and find that version of locust Star, which has got not just scott kelly but steve von till and dave edwardson all just going Aah! like literally uh. ripping themselves like tearing their souls from their body it is Fucking insane! Amazing. So yeah, brilliant band, and um, I'm. Yeah, gl- thanks, I'm, thanks for that. Yeah, thank you well, for the, you the, yeah, for the recommendation glad you liked yeah. it, oh, chaps.
2: One thing I should say, Joe Joe came in <laughs> last week, and I, I was like, "Oh, dude, how's it going?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, man, just start start doing some writing." I was like, oh, what was it like? It's like, yes, yeah, basically neurosis. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yes. So,
0: cheers. You won't be gay. Well, yeah. That's one way to stop yourself getting on Radio 1, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so, uh, good. Well, at least I won't have to forget the question again. <laughs> yeah, so lad,
0: sound awake. Yeah, carnival. Yeah. Let's yeah. go, carnival. carnival. So, um, I. I have actually you've heard this album once.
1: I heard it once. So um that when when gosh, I mm. when I was a part of the musicism uh when 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 musicism uh, asked us to be, do this basically. Yeah. The guys behind the scenes of musicism are obsessed with this band as mm-hmm. you probably know Dan and Ben, hello Dan and Ben. And uh, I was talking to Dan earlier today, or yesterday, and he was saying that he's listened to this record 1,000 times, or over 1,000 times. Mm -hmm. It's a 72-minute record, which basically means he's listened to this album for, like, 50 days of his life, (laughs) or something ridiculous like that, I think the calculation is. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, basically, the the stipulation of us doing this podcast together, the only stipulation we had over a drink is that I buy a copy of Carnival uh, Sound Awake. Mm-hmm. so I bought it and listened to it once ages ago uh, well earlier this year and then uh, I've listened to it four or five times since mm. and I, I I like it I, I like think it. it's really good yeah, I yeah. think it's decent
0: I own it actually like th- yeah. this is the yeah, thing because yeah, I, I so here's a little bit of like before I talk about the actual um, album itself I was in their van I was hanging I was so I, I hate to fucking name drop and stuff but I well they played the main stage at Sonosphere yeah. oh, and really? I met and I've known this sort of Skindred guys for a long time and they'd played the main stage and they're good they toured with them in Australia and they sort of introduced me to them and I was hanging out with Drew and I was like
3: hello Skindred toured with
0: Carnival in Australia yeah Skindred Carnival tour that's
3: what a cool cool yeah, line yeah
0: but hey yeah, yeah. Skindred can play with anyone and yeah, um, man. and uh yeah and so I met this dude and I was like oh you're in a bass said, yeah our band played earlier and I didn't know they were and I was like I'm going to listen to your band and, stuff, and he's like I will get you on Facebook and make sure you do. And oh, so cool. I went and bought this record and he was like, oh, you, what, you know, you're going to listen to it? And I went, yeah. And then I, I, I kind of, it was one of those albums that I bought it and then I sort of forgot that I had it. And having listened to it today, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I have heard this, but I probably only listened to it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And But I have heard it and it is good. Yeah. And also, what I also remembered is the the the, the song Rockfort with Empire Horns, I used to play that on Team Rock Radio when I was on The Breakfast Show oh. in the morning. I used to play that quite a lot. And I have to say, I loved that song. I was like, oh yeah, we should play that. It's great. No one else ever did. It basically, if one song could sum up my time as the host of The Breakfast Show <laughs> on Team Rock Radio, it would be that song. It would be me going, that was great, wasn't it? And everyone going, no, play The Trooper again. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, yeah, it's a fucking wicked song. Like that's got loads. Of, I know we'll probably talk about tour a lot, but that song... Mm. Really reminds me of Faith No More. With the drums well, and stuff. Yeah, yeah like loads I, of Faith No More in that.
1: I was going to mention Tool just because it seems that Carnival can't be mentioned without Tool getting mentioned as well. Yeah. Um, as uh, Tool are your favourite band, Steve. They're mm-hmm. in, probably in my top five, I would say. Do you think this actually sounds like Tool or do you think that's just lazy journalism?
0: Yeah, I do think so. I, th- I don't think anyone really sounds like Tool particularly. And I think, I think there are traits of progressive metal and Tall are obviously yeah. the main progressive metal band. I mean, band. The, yeah. so I understand it, but Carnival I don't think are a prog metal
1: band, yeah, 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 it, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: But I don't think they sound like t- I don't think they sound like Tall.
1: No, I agree. I, th- there are moments where you are like, okay, yeah, that's Tall esque, and, mm. and 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 I guess the bass is very very prominent in yeah. Carnival as it is yeah, in yeah. Tall as well. But I think um, they do have a bit of a reputation. As Tool copyists, and I think listening uh, I, I to this, I definitely think that's lazy journalism. I, I think yeah. that's very, very, yeah, really? very, very unfair. When I, I, very I, heard that when yeah.
3: I,
2: I for, for in fact, the first words that came out of my mouth when my friend tried to play this to me at university were, "Well, this sounds like a shit version of Tool," and I, and I was like, and I really didn't like it the first time I heard this album. My mate was like, "What are you talking about?" Mm. I was like, "Well, they're just they're just ripping them off, aren't they?" And it's some of Drew's melodies do sound a little like that, but they're not. And like once you know them as their own entity, like they're completely different. It's an absolutely yeah, different. I piece. I think like, like it's almost
3: the opposite of them sounding like it too. I think there's a bunch of bands that are trying to do this kind of progressive, ethereal, like beautiful, delicate style of music, mm. and hardly anyone has, in my opinion, managed to achieve that without sounding cheesy there's a lot of kind of frilly vocals That's and stuff a out good there point, yeah. Yeah. and I feel like I Carnival on, especially on Sound Awake managed to do it with such finesse and uh, just in such a kind of you know, with such style. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I really, I, I think it's one of, it's in my top 10. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Like top 10 Me records too. of all time. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred really, wow. yeah. percent. Yeah. I think it's very good.
1: Yeah.
0: I think it's very good. It's definitely good. And it's de- like, I can see, I mean, the, the tool comparisons are weird because it seems to have, I, the thing is they obviously haven't, there's a, there's quite a big tech metal scene in Australia. There seems yeah. to be a lot of bands uh, of this ilk. And I think obviously I would assume Carnival were the sort of the the biggest inspiration for a lot of those but i mean they were they've been doing it before uh someone like um who's that band who played bloodstock that i was talking about who are australian but there's there's them and like dead letter circus and yeah. bands like that there's yeah. a lot of, there, there are quite a few of those bands um who are i want to say empire that other band are called but they're not called that at all, are they? they're not called vola either they're called oh fuck that's gonna annoy me doesn't matter anyway okay. they're an australian tech metal band who played um uh, bloodstock recently and um, yeah there's a lot of like that going on down there at the moment yeah. and I think obviously Carnival are one of the ma- or probably the the biggest influence to those bands so I can see how influential they are in that sense that being said if you take the world as, a, as full and you look at that kind of tech metal scene there's them and there's Tesseract and there's Periphery who mm. I think are probably like you know for this decade the most prominent ones mm-hmm Yeah, Yeah, Um, yeah, and I definitely don't think any of those three bands sound identical and I don't think any of them sound like Tool I think Mm -hmm. Tesseract are another band to get compared to Tool a lot who don't really sound like Tool they've just got a very kind of especially now they were trying to do them
2: but James (coughs) is a mate of mine and they like Meshuggah have always been there yeah Meshuggah and and, uh, who did Drawing Circles Textures yeah. were like yeah, a huge yeah. inspiration oh, of course, for so yeah. many of those bands mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. just then actually
1: the English and American bands became much, much, much bigger than yeah, the yeah. textures. I do find so an interesting funny. thing with Carnival though because it does seem that people who like this record you know, going back to what I was saying about Dan listening to it over a thousand times and you guys are both saying it's in your top ten of all time. I have a lot of time for this record and a lot of respect for it. I, I don't quite count I don't quite understand the um, uh, total rapture for it, and I was wondering if you guys could just. I, I, I think this is a very good, and Dan's probably going to edit this bit out. But I think <laughs> this is a very good eight out of ten prog record, modern prog record, okay. which is There's not a couple of great. Like,
0: Umbra is is Umbra brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Umbra is I I totally brilliant. get that. Yeah.
2: yeah, but like for me, it's, why is this it's top hundred percent 10? a ten for me? Like. I think once you know, so if you guys say you've listened to like maybe three or four times. um, I've listened to it four. Four times. Four times. Four this week. That's cool. Um, If you'd listened to it, and this is what, for me, it clicked, like sometimes having it on in the background, once you've heard it a few more times and you're, for instance, with us, like for me, when it really clicked, we were in Spain, like six years ago or something on on tour and we had it really cranked and like the intro to Goliath Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is one of the best bits of like musical rock writing um I've I've ever heard I, I think for me it is why I would compare it to Tool it is the same level of songwriting and musicianship as Tool and the way that they can make um Stephen, Hill's eyebrows, he's like, city on son. Do you, do you, do you know? Where, I really, do you really, know really, where really I
1: disagree with that. Why? It's the vocals. Oh uh, man, the, the rest of the band. Sure, see,
2: I completely disagree with you there. Really? Because, yeah, I think I think his his uh, ability. To see, is this something? This is something that I think maybe not everyone. If you don't sing. You might not I get sing it, motherfucker. But, like, you sing, sing, you sing, you do sing. You do sing a lot. No, you yeah. actually used to sing. Oh uh, yeah, 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 probably. Talk about that too. But much. like um, <laughs> the way that Drew makes, like, how can I describe it? A lot of the so- bits of the songs are in weird time signatures or yeah. have loads going on, yeah. and he manages to put a central in the verses and stuff like. A super strong melody that mm. once you know that song five times, like it's it's genius. he's like, he, absolutely genius. He and that's the same thing Maynard does. It's like yeah. takes an incredibly complex piece of music and and then finds the holes in it yeah, to make yeah. you to, to, to then your ear latches on to that the melody and And turns it into a song.
1: And it's genius. I think Drew fits himself into these very complex and complicated songs in an extraordinary way. And I definitely wouldn't disagree with that. Um, And I'm also not saying he's a bad vocalist. Mm -hmm. Because he's so clearly not. Yeah, he's very good. He's he's clearly very good. It's just... uh, I I don't want to keep making these comparisons at all. But but (laughs) because you you said, I think they're as good musically and all that sort of... The band... I'd probably agree more, more or less. Um, I find Drew's vocals a little blander than Maynard's. Maynard has so many different voices and like uh, character, almost characters to his voice. N- he,
0: no one else sounds like him at yeah, all. Exactly. He in, immediately, what he. And he, I
1: don't think you could say that of Drew, if I'm totally honest. He makes bands who <coughs>
0: who musically sound very different sound the same because of how much personality he has. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but like, I pu- like Pussifer don't sound anything like Tool, but they yeah. do because of Maynard.
1: But But, you know, that is being uber critical and that's like going in that's like a kind of like oh it's only a collection of songs kind of criticism you know mm. uh it's uh, <laughs> you gotta gotta love gotta <laughs> hate the things you love um and uh so but can s- you go and listen
2: to it can you both go and listen to it two more times. I'm going
1: no, sure. like yeah. yeah. w- 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 to... Like, I, I like it. I'll probably listen to it. I like it. This will be a record that I listen to mm. now a lot wicked. more. And I've really yes. enjoyed listening to it several times over the period of wicked. a week to try and get into it.
2: I, I, I honestly, just because I know both of your music tastes very well, mm-hmm. I think... If, if, Sounds if, a bit, this weird. Cli- <laughs> bit, bit, bit weird, stalky, bit weird, stalky, bit, my- bit.
0: <laughs>
3: I know
2: you both in int- your music tastes <clears throat> intimately, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. but uh, but I, 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 I just I hope I'm not wrong, but I think if, if this does click for you guys, it's gonna be magic because when know. it did for me, I was like, oh my god, like cuz mm-hmm. these guys were, were were tried to tried for a long time to get me into it and i again like sort of seven or eight listens i was just suddenly like oh, mm. oh
1: it's amazing yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah. i i can see that happening i i def, definitely can see that happening um, and, I, I mean, if, if we both have a totally different reaction to it in uh, m- a month, two months' time, maybe we should talk about it again. Maybe we should just but, um, not
0: do the podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: have, I, have I really pissed you off that much <laughs> with no, that neurosis no, no, no. sex comment? <laughs> no,
0: Jesus no. Christ. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I just thought, you know, let's throw caution to the wind. <laughs> let's <laughs> just hope <laughs> that it works out. Um, I'd Joe, like to, I'd can like to I think- ask
2: you about the guitar uh, work w- on... This album, like, sure. sure. Like How much
3: of it have you
1: ripped off? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, eight songs.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, ask, ask Rabir about that. Actually, he's a huge, yeah, yeah, a huge yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rabir
1: from Tosca, yeah, yeah. He, they love that
3: band a lot for sure, and with good reason as well. Mm. Like, they I don't know what you want me to say about the did, guitar. Although, did, it's just did this the,
1: record influence you as a guitarist? We've yeah, actually question yeah, about your
0: influences later Joe Ooh. so
3: just Scott Kelly at the moment Ooh. right nice <laughs> cool well, I'll erase that, uh, that question
0: well anyway there you go Um, I th- Yeah, it's a good, it's a good record. It's a really good record, record. and I think like there is definitely more to come. Um, So anyway, we should got to pick one for next week as well, Renfrey. Yes, well, I've got
1: one for you. I've got
0: one for you, righto? That's how Um, we do it, isn't it? So (laughs) that would be shit if we just went. Uh, Well, actually,
1: this is kind of in honor of uh, the Black Peaks guys being here. There's this band called uh, Black Peaks. No, Um, there's uh, you guys are going on tour soon in. Ireland, uh, as well as a bunch of other places, with a band called Elenkus. I think that's how you pronounce it. Is it Lenicus, I think. Uh, Maybe it is Elenkus. I I think it is Elenkus. It's it's I L E N K U S -S off the top of my head. Yeah, I think think the the I is silent. Because Dave's
2: Dave's been saying Lenkus. Okay. I could be completely wrong. Get in touch on Twitter. Tell me I'm a twat. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I will. Just do it regardless. <laughs> 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 but
1: um, they, oh my God, I want you to listen to their record, The Crossing.
0: The Crossing by yeah. Lenkis. Yeah. It's good, is it? Well, I'm not supposed to say, am I? No, no. I'm not going to say. So the, I imagine it's quite different from what I'm giving you this week okay. because next week, I don't know if you've heard this or not, I have a feeling that even if you have, it's been a long time. I just thought it'd be funny to talk about it. I'm giving you the self-titled album from the Swedish rap metal band, Clawfinger.
1: Ah, okay. You ever right. heard that? Um, God, I don't think so, actually. I don't think I wow. have. Wow. But yeah, okay, Clawfinger. Contrasting. Yeah. Clawfinger.
0: <laughs> now, what I will say is that the worst gig I have ever been to in my entire life was at the London Astoria... Cold Chamber, supported by Clawfinger and Human Waste Project. That is the the right. single worst gig I have ever been to in my life. Um, so enjoy Clawfinger. Well, free. I mean,
1: these guys are playing next week, so that might
0: change. <laughs> yeah. So Yay. you never know. Hey. Right. Oy, oy. Um, but anyway, we'll Come be back, back, back on the next podcast next week. Guys. Uh, um, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> going to have a little rant about Clawfinger next week, so tune in for that. Um, anyway, let's kick on with some reviews. Where are we going to start, other than here? Uh, in hell, I guess, with Behemoth. Oh uh, I loved you at your darkest. Thank you. That's very kind of you to 11th, say. Eleventh, that's all right. Is the eleventh? I loved you at your darkest. Is the eleventh full-length album from Poland's blackened death metal icons, and the follow-up to the Satanist, which mm. I hope no one will feel I'm going too massive on the hyperbole when I say the Satanist is quite possibly the most important extreme metal records of maybe the millennium, certainly this decade. I
1: definitely agree the decades. Wow. I'm trying I've to never th- listen to it. I feel like what? an absolute idiot. Oh Will.
0: Yep. Wow. Oh Will. Yep. Oh Will,
1: will, Will, oh, will, will, Will. Yep.
2: Okay. Well, just well then, then to
0: it p- a- Th- this will be interesting then. This I will be will very be interesting to hear what, what you yeah. think about it. Yeah. Um, because obviously there is an absolutely phenomenal weight of expectation on the follow-up to albums that are sort of genuinely mod- considered iconic classic records. And I think... Why,
1: why was it considered the <clears throat> classic? Just to go into... The, why do you think The Satanist is considered such an, a classic classic extreme metal record?
0: I think that... Um, what behemoth did on satanist was take uh, a moment um in life in, in in the in the in the 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 creator's life um and in life in general there are sometimes moments in your life which are one-off um life events that are never going to be replicated again mm. nurgle feared for his life he had leukemia he didn't obviously you know he obviously he he's over it now but whilst writing the satanist i guess you would wonder will i ever be playing like will i ever see this records come out do you know what i mean and for him to write an album in extreme metal uh within that mindset which tapped into so much of that emotionally like the satanist is the i think a very rare thing in extreme metal which is a genuinely moving emotionally yeah. resonating record yeah, added to the fact that they are consistently have been for the last 20 years one of the the best bands in extreme metal yeah for anyway full yep. stop yep. um and i just think you've basically got a one-off a one-off that i'm not sure will is, is very very difficult to replicate yep. that set of circumstances and for them to kind of throw so much it just feels like the, just such a brave record
1: and who releases one of the to defi- possibly the defining record of their career potentially mm. uh as their 10th album yeah like, I'm, i mean rare. i've got to
0: say just to kind of cut in straight away there's no potentially about it for me
1: yeah okay there's
0: no potentially about it like i know you said when we talked about um uh god equals dog when they, mm. that was the first single they released and you said oh it might be better than the satanist i just think mm. th- the, the idea mm. that they can make an album better than the satanist to me is completely ludicrous and i just don't and and so if i turn around and say yeah you know it's not as good as a satanist that isn't me being down on this record at all mm. i think that's almost an impossible thing to ask
1: yeah 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 i have to say well now now that we've heard it and we're reviewing it. Uh, I, th- I think I said If every single song Is as good as this song Then we could be talking about a record yeah. Which is as good as Satanist I Don't th- Think They have bettered the Satanist But then I don't think They've tried to either Which mm. is exactly What they should have done This is quite This is a pretty different Record To the yeah, Satanist sure. To be honest um, They've gone in a pretty Different direction It's far more kind of... There's quite a lot of, like, ripping guitar solos on this album and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. There's a lot of places where it sounds like they're really having quite a lot of fun, which is such an odd thing to say about this band. (laughs) Um, But... um, it, it 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 does feel. Nurgle has said that um, he was really inspired by like this is their rock and roll record, mm. and uh, I can kind of understand what he means from that. From all the kind of you can imagine him pulling weird ass faces whilst whilst doing these solos in some cases.
3: That, that was one thing that took me by surprise a bit about it was that it, it's got this huge rock production to the whole yeah. record. And I haven't yeah. listened to their back catalog, but. Generally when I think about black metal or black yeah. and death metal however they want to be known you don't really associate it with these like you know huge orchestral sections and acoustic guitars and I was really surprised by yeah, all of that. Exactly.
2: Yeah me me too. Like, I, I, I have to be honest like, I I absolutely loved this. Brilliant. Like I haven't yeah. I haven't listened to something like this and in, in fact I've, ne- I've never listened to a record like this. I like I'm, wow. I've listened to lots of different types of extreme metal like pig destroyer and lots of grindcore and yeah used to listen to a lot of cannibal corpse and Mm -hmm. loads of death all sorts of death metal and stuff like that and then like this and like stuff like carnifex Mm -hmm. i used to i used to quite like um, carnifex would definitely be um, in that mold yeah but like this was so such a came from so left field for me because like First track, I was like, which is that single,
1: I think, isn't uh, the... God Equals Um, Dog. No, it's not actually the third track. No, no. There's there's an intro track, then there's a first proper song, and then God Equals Dog So that that
2: first proper song comes in, and I was like, okay, it's kind of like, sort of a bit proggy. I was like, Mm -hmm. this is not what I was expecting. Mm. Okay, wow. Mm -hmm. And then... And then it goes into the kind of black metal thing, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this, is, this is what I was Here we go, to yeah, about. yeah. Thought, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I found it really interesting. Super expansive and really loads of interesting, like super heavy kind of soundscapes. Um, I actually thought there was like um, b- bits that sounded really Gojira. Um, like some mm. of the... Like, Heavier, slower kind of riffs that they go into. Um, yeah, I thought it was fucking amazing. Mm,
1: yeah, mm, um, I mm. was
2: really like I, I genuinely. I can't can't wait to go and listen to
1: it
0: again
2: a few, I, a few I, more I, times. I
1: really want you to listen to the say Oh, you have, okay. okay. really oh you, you have to listen. I really want you to listen to, 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 to the
0: Saiyanist. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I think this is brilliant. Like for me, I think this is the kind of the absolute. This is the perfect sweet spot. Between the Satanist and Evangeline, the 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 album previous yes. to Satanist, yeah, because it's
1: far more death metal, I well,
0: thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. Evangeline is much more of a kind of that's what you say about the kind of Gojira thing. Like that album is way more kind of blasty death metal, fucking great and, record. Yeah, though. like yes. and, and again, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And um and like the great thing about Satanist is that, like we said, it it's got this unrefined. It kind of it bleeds out. Yeah, like everything in the Satanist feels like it's kind of it's. Really raw. It's really earthy. It's just gritty, and it's not like. Whereas evangelion is like super precise, like brutal death metal. Yeah. And this kind of goes in between both of those camps in a really, really brilliant way. Yeah. um Do, and do you think
3: it's a good introduction for someone that wants to listen to some death metal?
0: Yeah. I more I, I, black uh, me-
3: more black, black, metal. black metal. I mean, I I would. I no, would I'm say,
1: not sure. Do you not think so? I, I mean. I mean, I would say so. I, we've, I've admitted on this podcast certainly that I'm not a massive black metal aficionado. I, I don't know if you'd agree with that in terms of your taste as well. More,
0: more, I think than I probably more now than I ever have been. But I think yeah, you, I, I th- still, I don't, certainly, think I wouldn't like. Yeah.
1: yeah, I certainly think you know more about black metal than I do. But the Satanist was one of the records that made me properly sit up and pay attention to a lot more black metal. Sure. Um, so I guess for me, I would probably say, actually just check out the Satanist because again, what you're saying about this record being expansive and stuff, the Satanist is like full of horn sections and stuff like that. Like (laughs) it's, it's, it's like there's horns all over that record.
2: Uh, Can I ask an ignorant question? I've been Mm -hmm. really itching to ask, like are at the gates
1: categorized
2: as black metal? Like are they in that camp? No, they're they're not. They're they're like melodic death metal bands. Melodic death metal. At the gates are Mm. melodic death metal. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Because I have always thought as them as because they've got some blasts and like kind of. Do you know what I mean? It's obviously it's all just like genres and it's putting things in boxes. Mm. But I I listened to this and I was like, "Ah, it does sound quite different. Like At the Gates is always my my reference point uh, when I was like. 1920 getting really into extreme metal like i always thought they were kind of like they were the intro into like like you were asking like the i think i always thought of those guys as a good introduction into extreme metal
1: well i think i I, I don't know that i I I think this is a good point to pick up on because like the difference between death metal and black metal i think a lot of people confuse the two of them so um death metal tends to be kind of Faster, the vocals are more vocals are more cookie monster. Yeah,
0: a, a deeper growl. Deeper I don't growls, know, but like yeah. also, there's you know, there's there's groove, and mm-hmm. I don't even necessarily think death metal is necessarily faster. I mean, when you think about sort of the Florida, like some of the Floridan bands, Actually, um, yeah. You know, like uh, obituary aren't built on speed. Yeah, um, no fair play, yeah, the, yeah. the sort of mid-period, morbid Angel is not built on speed particularly either. Mm-hmm. Like it's more about a kind of weight and gutturalness and i think and and like the production was always it was always super you know clickety click produced whereas black metal was a reaction to that wasn't it It it's all high-end you know punk rock um flappy drums until it gets symphonic and i mean fucking out it, <laughs> This
2: feels like a long conversation you guys conversation. Should, do, you should do a special you should do a special on well, yeah on we need this. to get we need to and, get and talk we, about we, it yeah, we I only get I feel like have in to in get this. some other experts yeah, on yeah, to be yeah, so you should cuz this i i'm always you know listening to you guys introducing these kind of things and i i've always listened to all this music but i've never been sure <laughs> like of what what kind of sits in what category I and obviously it's not
1: you know it's, it's just it's genres at it's the end all malleable the day, I mean it's just constantly changing all the time and like I mean I, th- I, I mean, think that's why
0: I, I mean when you you refer to Saintness as a black metal record I was like well I don't really think of Behemoth as a black metal band I think right. of them much more as a, a death metal like, like I said a blackened death metal band right. in the same way as right. a, you know a, so, and but with this like I can see in terms, I can see why people would go. I mean, it's not a death metal record like we talk about Cannibal Corpse, but I think no. that, you know, there's a there's a grandiosity to yeah. to black metal, and an
3: atmosphere and an I atmosphere think, to, and a, to black
0: metal, and certainly like the darkness. And the, I mean, I, you know, I love how kind of willfully. <laughs> like blasphemous this is and yes. they are like they oh, yeah. it's so fun. Yeah. But, that was it, the one bone I had to
3: pick with it well like, it goes a bit cartoony it over is, the top at yeah points. I think
2: you had a similar thing didn't you
3: yeah I mean I thought some of the lyrical content was pretty naff really, really? yeah, yeah. Mm, I didn't yeah. I mean there's
0: there's a bit in the Lord's Prayer bit in um Havokhae Pancon whatever that's good, that feels a bit good cartoony. Attempt. Good attempt. Oh, that's completely wrong. Pantocrata, I think, it, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, yeah, that did feel a little bit cartoony to me, I have to say.
3: It was just it, it kind of felt like at points they were picking into the bucket of black metal, like go to lyrics. There was one that was Into the Gaping Void, and it's like, cool, no. Black-y, Black-y, Black-y. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably on every black metal album, yeah. That, that's actually like it's a weird one cuz i i've listened to it a few times now and although i think it's there's so much going on there and it and it touches on so many different genres it still almost seems a little bit um formulaic at points just like with mm. the blast the blast beats always coming in and him always doing that same vocal effect I, I i don't know like and i i don't have a huge knowledge of this genre at all but I think every time I do listen to it, I'm like, I, I feel like I know what to expect. Whereas this band are slightly different, yeah, because um, there's so much going on in this record. I still felt like it was that, that, that it reminded me why I don't sit down and listen to it every mm-hmm. day because mm-hmm. I it just it feels like it tends to do the same thing in every track. And actually, like this album, if you listen to the first like ten seconds of each song, you'll notice that every single song on this album is in the same key. Really? Every uh, single song. Well, I story. did not know that. Wow.
1: But then I still think it's a very varied record. It is. You no, know. it is. I don't it, think you're that yeah. about that.
3: It, it,
0: at all. It, 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 there's a, we Are The Next A Thousand Years is this fucking amazing Like yeah. power metal folk record. For sure yeah. I mean that song
3: it, As like well like had that kind of, It's got that Like remission Era mastodon mm. Slash yeah, Converge yeah. riff Near the beginning Oh that, that was saying. sick Yeah um, Yeah that was really Really and so sick. I, I'm not saying It's all Sure sure all sure like, But just There was m- There was parts of it That made me think I, I
0: think the thing, thing is Is they are One of those bands Yeah And they are pretty much, I would say at this point, the biggest of those bands. They might end up being the biggest that those bands have ever got. They might yeah. end up being the biggest extreme metal bands, like sort of commercially ever. Like yeah. there's a chance. And I think, I'm not saying there's anything cynical behind this album, but I do think having released a genuine masterpiece, like you said about it being a bit more rock and roll, a bit more at some point slightly, not. I do not, I don't like the word cartoony, but a bit more like embracing of the, massively sort of satanic imagery like yeah. really going full fucking whack and like let's yeah. just fuck off re- the sort of re- religious <sighs> people because to- they've had that for years anyway but then, but, then, but, then, but they're going for the big like if you're going to be that band they're going for it do you know what, yeah. what i mean but hasn't, they're hasn't, going over the hill
1: hasn't this re- isn't this the first record that they've released since um nurgle got into trouble with Ripping up the Bible, or no? No, was, that was a long was time ago. Was that before yeah, the yeah. Was it okay? But he he's very genuine about his feeling about well, organized I religion. I really don't like God. Well, no, I mean, like <laughs> he's, he's so absolutely God. despises organized religion. Didn't and they get yeah. banned from? Poland? Yeah, they've he's they,
0: been in like, like he's public enemy number one in Poland, and yeah. I just think you know, like if that he wants to go to all these places, and like, there's an interview in the recent Metal Hammer that he's talking about how you know Poland is regressing back, and he was like, I want to fuck i want to destroy you know like it's becoming this like nanny state again and i want to fucking just shake the shit out of it and Mm. you can understand why it feels like that and i I think this it's amazing that the satanist got as big as it did because it got it's one of those rare records that connected with people and became huge on the fact that it was fucking insanely brilliant Mm. i think this record is really really great again i think it's really really great but i also think it's an album that they need to i, I think this album potentially can be bigger than the satanist i think it probably will be because i think mm-hmm. it's yeah. not as much of a headfire like yeah it seems weird to say that about an album which is so arcane yeah. and so satanic and so like bombastically brutal and over the top and just but it's but, that's, but what I think I think they're on the verge of being the biggest extreme metal band
1: ever. Yeah. I have to say, I think this is a fantastic record. And I don't yeah, really great. know how they could have followed up The Satanist much better. No. Because they've not tried to make The Satanist Part 2. No. There's loads of interesting things
3: going on. It's not mm. a perfect that's record. That's really cool. Has there it's been long in between? Four years. Four years. Four years. Okay. I'm so, definitely going to go back and listen. To yeah, yeah I'm so definitely i definitely going to go and recommend the and,
2: and I'm going to go check this out a whole bunch more times yeah. as well. Actually, yeah. because yeah. I felt like I was skimming over the surface. I was like, oh, really enjoying this. Oh, I have to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> my mom told me to shut up while I was listening. I'm currently living in my parents' place, <laughs> and she, <laughs> I heard this song and it was like, William, William, turn that down. I can't do my work. And I'm like, shut up, mom. <laughs> Let me listen to my satanic music <laughs> in my room. What about Satan, Mario? Yeah.
0: I'm the fucking... I I'm I texting again. these guys
2: like, guys, my mum is telling me to shut up when I'm trying to listen to my extreme metal music. But um, I'm, like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm 31, man. I'm Come sorry on. we
1: caused that, uh, that pain in your yeah. Yeah. So head. But anyway, um, <laughs> overall, you love it. I think Renfrey. it's fantastic, yeah.
0: Will? I absolutely uh, love 10, it.
3: Uh, oh, don't make me do that. Okay, um, I won't then, Joe. I, I really like you it. You like it? I would give it eight out of ten. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really good. I'd say eight as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I think seven, seven or eight. Mm, okay. Well, I definitely <laughs> would give
0: it. I'd give it an eight, maybe pushing a nine. I'm, I think it's fucking great. I'm pushing a nine. Yeah. yeah. I think it's. Fu- I I think considering. I mean, you're on a fucking hiding to nothing following up an album like that. Yeah, yeah like yeah. we were talking about Machine Head earlier, yeah, and yeah, what happened yeah. with Onto the Locust, yeah. which is you know a perfectly good album. It's a great, it's but a it's a going record, after yeah. the blackening, and it yeah. took them so long to come back. Took them so long to write the record, and I did think to myself like, that, Are we gonna get? Where really, they both got kids choirs on?
1: Yeah, and they, we, yeah, well, they both got kids choirs on, but I think I think this one is is. I think the kid 's choir works with this, mm. I mean, in terms yeah. of like what we were t- we 've gone into this already, but in terms of like um the kids saying that we will not forgive Jesus Christ and all the yeah. stuff that 's come out in Catholicism with you know priests touching up kids and stuff uh, I think yeah, that's you actually. talking about this before yeah right? I think yeah, that's yeah. actually a really genius use of a kids choir yeah. because that's exactly it feels like this record has so many layers like that which I have only just begun to unpeel and yeah. I feel like I will be unpeeling them for a long time which is why I'm kind of like if I'm honest for me it's an eight right now. we don't tend to do scores out of ten but for me it's an eight right now but I'm saying it's pushing towards a nine because I think once I've unpeeled it a little bit more yeah. I'll be so. Impressed well, that's the brilliance of like things. I think
0: the brilliance of that band is that it there are there are definitely layers to it, definitely, but it also works as a blunt instrument, and I think yes. that's why they're so that's why they're going I to agree. be so that they they are so big, and why I think that this record will take them to even bigger places. Amazing. I wouldn't be surprised, and I am going to call this now that come the end of this record cycle. Moth will be at Brixton Academy. Whoa. And, and that will be, that's a 5,000 capacity venue and that will be the biggest extreme metal show in this country ever.
3: That's, that's what quite
0: a clay. That's what I... I, um, I think it's doable. I think well, it's I doable. think it's, it's definitely they doing doable. Doing They're the doing, the <laughs> doing the... No, they're doing the forum. Is it the forum? Yeah. forum. yeah, they're doing the forum without the gates so and walls like, and a what, like two, the throne room. What, like
2: 1,400? 2,500. Oh, it's yeah. 2,500. Yeah. If they can do 2,500 oh, right.
0: now before this album's out, by the end of this touring cycle, having possibly headlined Bloodstock, I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but I would be, wouldn't be would be surprised to see him headlining Bloodstock.
3: They're on the front cover of Kerrang at the moment as well. They're
2: on the front cover of Kerrang. Are they? Great. I really, I think it's really cool, Keranga's, they're pushing a lot of really heavy music at the moment. Yeah, all right,
0: yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> 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 It'll be nice to Kerrang. Um, <laughs> <no>, Kerrang <laughs> are, are not our enemies.
2: It's always been, like, very, like, across the board, but they've yeah. mainly done a lot of pop punk and punk and kind of, like, and um, well, I mean,
0: the last few years, to be uh, fair.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. and it's but it's, now it's like the, it's it's really
1: diverse. It's really mm. cool. Well, since since yeah. Sam's coming as editor, it's just yeah, it's, yeah, it's fucking sick. Become really really good, So, so, so. they're on the front yeah. cover
0: of uh, Kerrang! Right now, Baymoth and that was us talking about. I loved you at your darkest, which is out right bloody now. Right, let's talk about code in Cambria, Vaxis Part One, the Unheavenly Creatures—a bloody long album title from a band who love bloody long long albums long things (laughs) yeah yeah. yeah, so uh, this is their ninth record now the last album The Colour Before The Sun I fucking love that record and uh, way more instant than most Coed in Cambria, yeah. um, and that was it. Was not a concept album. It was not part of the Amory Wars it was concept. The
1: only one of their records that's not the past only the one. Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, this is though it's something to do with the couple being trapped on a prison planet. I can't ever follow the story. I, if pfft, I'm being perfectly right, honest, it's gone over my Never head. Never been able to. But don't, yeah. they write some fucking banging tunes. To do code in Cambria, and um, yeah, I'm interested to see what uh, have you guys heard it. Yes. Right? It you were looking at me like, don't come to me.
2: No, I just think I'm going to make myself very unpopular very quickly. <laughs> oh, right, okay, go on. Uh, I used to quite like Coheed um, 10 years ago. Um, I don't, but I've always been a singles person or always like stuck them on in the background whilst doing stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, like 10 years ago, they had a really. Was the second the second album? I can't remember what it's called. In
1: keeping secrets
2: of silent
3: Earth three. Are you a fan of it?
1: I'm a fan of certain Coheed okay. records. Yeah, and I, for me,
2: I'm a fan of certain Coheed songs. Like, right. I've. <clears throat> this is the first time I've sat down, probably ever, with a pair of headphones and gone right. That's let's really get this, yeah. into this. Yeah. Let's like listen to everything critically and mm-hmm. kind of get into it and i have to be honest fuck me it is the longest like record of this kind and it just i just really it was just honestly i wanted it to finish after about 38 minutes i was mm-hmm. like this is just killing me it's um, and it's i was uh, i i felt really bad because like they're this sounds really stupid but they're in a kind of similar scene to us in well, a weird way you're supposed like be considered prog bands I mean I, yeah. I, I don't think
1: you guys sound any I don't really We're think totally you guys do different. sound like mm. Coheed and Cambria but, but you, you both be considered, considered progish. Y- they're totally dressing. fucking
2: amazing at what they do they're yeah, definitely yeah. progish. like I think they're amazing at what they do but like Man, Claudio's voice on this record just grated on me. Like mm-hmm. They've always a had that. She's greater. Yeah. But I used to really like it. Like I genuinely did. And something about it now, like, I got um, it's kind of six... Track six, Queen of the Dark, was mm-hmm. my favourite of it because oh, it was yeah. a bit darker and it kind of built a bit longer. But they... They've got a formula I feel really bad for like not liking it as well. I mean you're never gonna
1: tour with them now.
2: I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well they've got something that they do and they do it really, really well. They do it so so well. But I just think the easiest way of describing it now is that it's just not to my taste anymore. And it just his voice grated on me. I found it really over dramatic. I'd like to point
1: out. uh, I'd like to pick up on the voice thing actually, because I um, agree with you. I think Claudio's voice. um, Sometimes I don't mind it, and sometimes I find it really irritating and grating. Sure. Um, I think the and I was trying to and and I have to say on this record I did find his voice quite grating, and I was trying to figure out why. I was like, why doesn't it annoy me on Good Apollo? part one um but it does annoy me on this and i think it's because a lot of this record is quite sickly sweet and quite poppy melodies yes i think um coheed you know coheed are many different things um but they used to have quite a few metal elements they did in them as well certainly early on if you think of a song like welcome home i mean welcome home is probably the the ultimate coheed song but um I found, I, I w- I th- it would be wrong of me to say there's no metal in this record, but there's, there's very little, and I th- I missed that element, I have to say. Can I, th- 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 it's definitely
2: poppy. It's more poppy than the stuff that I remember of it. Yeah. It's a bit more sickly. Which is fine. But it That's, is, it's it fine. is. But I had this really weird thing with it where... I I went back and listened to a few of the other songs, like track seven. I've just written down here, um, that I was like, "This should be a banger," mm. but like it's not. And I found that was like kind of repeating over the whole album. Just just for my taste, like it's like these should be. They it's very anthemic in its like yeah. composition. Yeah, 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 right? definitely. But like the actual attack or how that then comes off like I couldn't remember a single song mm. after that and I listened to really? it again and I wouldn't be able to remember a single song again like there's nothing from that record you, that you, I remember. Do
3: you like, think some of that's just where you're at with what you're listening to at the moment? Maybe yeah Because but oh yeah, I find Converse
2: songs like I like catchy, uh, more catchy than that
3: When Good Apollo came out I was like I, I loved that record Yeah part one's amazing Like I must admit I haven't, I haven't given any time to this new code record uh cuz we just haven't had it for a while and yeah yeah mm. um yeah we've been busy but from what i did hear of it 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 did sound like classic code to me with a lot of synth in it um, mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of synth um, and world. i and i was thinking maybe like 16 17 year old me would have been like this is this is sick so, so sometimes I think that, that that can be situation dependent. Yeah, yeah,
1: well. I, no doubt at all. I feel we, we should. I, I'm Steve sitting very quietly here, but you're sort of wriggling around a little bit, and uh, uh, you know, I, I, feel I think like, it's
0: fucking great this record. Right, right. right okay. I think it's right, great. Right, right. I think it's uh, like I like to say. I love the color before the sun. Yeah, it was much more concise it felt like, I mean, that was a record that even though there was a kind of conceptual through-line narrative to it, although it wasn't actually part of the story that Mm. I can't fucking follow anyway, Mm. um, it was just loads of really, really great songs. And I think on this, what they've done is they've massively brought back the prog. Like, they've massively brought back the progressive elements to it. And I think if you are a long-time fan of the band and you've been listening to them and you like that... And you were on the last album. I know some people were like, what, they're dropping the, the, yeah, the yeah, prog yeah. and yeah. uh, that's all going, is it? What? And I know a lot of people were disappointed. I think that's mental because I think those songs in the last record are fucking brilliant. Mm. But I think if you are someone who wants them to have the prog back and I think they're very good at it, mm. if writ large all over this record, from mm. the start, it feels really cinematic. Yeah. The end of, there's a song called Black Sunday, which is proper brilliant. And the last sort of three um, three minutes, the last or sort of 30, 40 the uh, yeah but a minute half of it whatever is so it's like the battle scene from game of thrones like he paints and they as a band paint brilliant pictures and i think whatever i can't really follow the story as i said i'm not i'm not that interested in trying to follow the story Mm. to be honest Mm. fucking nerds but um (laughs) (laughs) but um (laughs) but i you know i can't particularly follow the story but i they are so great at painting these massive cinematic sci-fi epic story Mm. pictures and but what i think is great about this record is not only has the prog massively come back but those melodies and those choruses and that thing where the last record was basically just a kind of pop rock record yeah. you know it was yeah, literally yeah, yeah. like the longest song was like 5 minutes long which is i know is long for some bands who get called prog or whatever mm. but like for them it's not that long Well, there Whereas, isn't
1: a single song under 4 minutes on this record yeah, bar yeah. the pro so favorite, bar yeah the so there's
0: there's you know <laughs> there's plenty of um of the proginess on it but i think they've just got the balance right if you love them being more of a prog band then that's back but if you love the kind of choruses from the last record which i did mm. i think there's loads of that i think the gutter has got a massive chorus i think the the pavilion i think both of those songs could have fit I like on the, the la- pavilion. i think both of those songs could yeah. have fit really easy on the last um on the last record i think there's a song called love protocol on it which sounds like feathers from no word from tomorrow mm-hmm. which is the album after um good apollo and that was like the big single from that record and it sounds like a kind of more aged version of that i think um i think you know some of the previous amory wars records before the color before the sun came out like year of the black rainbow etc i think like they dropped off a bit and i was i was less interested in those records Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and I, i was so surprised when the color before the sun came out and it was great and that's why mm. when they came back and I was like, oh, you know, you'd got to a really good point where you were doing something a bit different and it was really working. So I was initially, when I heard this, like, oh man, is it going to be another long-ass mm. prog fucking...
1: And, and I think... Well, it, well it is. And it, it is, it is. yeah. And I think, like,
0: long. it would be disingenuous for me to turn around and say, you know, there's no lulls and there's no dips. yeah, Because particularly by the end, there are a couple of... Pretty big dips in it. I,
1: I actually hated the last track. I was about to ask. I, I, I'm curious what you what do you think of Lucky Stars?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not that fussed by that. I actually mm. it's not I great.
2: Actually, like the hair stood on the back of my neck, and I was like, Oh, oh my mm. god, what is this? Mm. Like, I'm sure you I'm, have gone like sugar trick sickly yeah. on this, and it is revolting. But I listened to it twice just to make sure that it wasn't a first
0: reaction that I was going like,
1: oh. I think I disliked it more the second time around. I'm not um, a fan of that can
0: See, I can understand that I don't have, uh, I don't dislike it to that point. I I think it's cool that they Try uh, They are able to do both the things that they do on, and, on and to that be record.
1: fair to them I don't think they've not done that before I don't think that's no, this no, particularly not, new yeah. They have done uh, yeah. sort of insipid, syrupy ballads before Yeah definitely yeah. So, so you know it's not like a new thing at all But um, y- yeah I, mm. I, I You know I th- I think this record is very up and down Personally I just mm. I just we're talking... There's a lot of records that are coming out right now where it's just like, this record's too long. This definitely falls into that for my money. yeah. Um, I think as far as, like, the Armoury Wars records go, um, it's probably somewhere in the middle for me. Um, I definitely prefer... Yeah,
0: it's not as good. I mean, when you think of the two that we've mentioned... In Keeping Secrets and, Keeping and, Secrets and, uh, and Good Apollo and Part good Apollo. It's definitely not as good as either of them. No, I,
1: I, for, And for me by a fair way, I yeah, have to say. I
0: probably would I it's it's not quite as good as No World for Tomorrow either, which I also think is a
1: good record. I I couldn't stand No World for Tomorrow, to be honest. Although strangely I really loved um not loved, but I thought Year of the Black Rainbow was actually semi-decent so there we go but um for me it would probably be my fourth favorite of of that series i'd probably put the color before the sun in there as well so it's probably my fifth favorite coheed Mm. record so it is smack bang in the middle for me it's good i i i like it but it it has really good moments but there's a lot of pap as well in my opinion it's far too but you know what at the end of the day coheed and cambria fans are fanatic like, yeah, like yeah, they yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. love that band yeah. and do you know what nothing that we say positive or negative is going to change they they are going to love it regardless because them going back to the Armory um, Wars stuff and the 78 minute prog stuff they're going to fucking love it and I'm not trying yeah. to be like oh because they're stupid or anything like that but it's actually because Coheed are a very unique proposition yeah, yeah. and they give People, you know bar the color before the sun where they change things up a little bit which probably wasn't a bad thing to do I don't think they give well, I, feel
0: that I think it's sort of reinvigorated them personally yeah possibly but yeah. but it,
1: it, it give they do they are very good at knowing their fan base and giving their fan base exactly mm. what they want and mm. fair play like and also like one other point I was thinking about this who what other band has tried to write a story in terms of a concept album, not just over one record, but over an entire discography. Can you think of anyone, any other band who have ever tried to write one story over no. their entire career? No. It, I like, met a guy in a pub once that told me about <laughs> <that. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an, it's I A mean, tale for another time. There are probably prog bands that I'm unaware of where it has happened, but... It's super, super rare. This is the only example I can think of, yeah. and the ambition of that that's alone amazing. is. Cool. I didn't. I did not know that. Fair play. Yeah, I mean, really that, cool. that is a cool ambition. Yeah, I'm not into it personally, but I respect him doing it, and he's make them into graphic novels and all this kind of thing. Wow. And if you're into that, that's fucking awesome. I totally understand why people love this band, but they're not. Only their best work is for me. That's okay. what I would
0: say. Joe, anything to add? Uh, not really. No. Okay, cool. Well, you'll be glad to know that this is part one. Vaxis, I, I spoke to Claudio. Part Vaxis, part one. It's a five-parter.
4: Oh, for fucks! So <laughs> it's a, f-
0: uh, it's a. They, he's written the story, and these are two. Char- this is basically an introduction to the characters that are going to come later in this. What is a kind of a? Um, what would it not? A ju- uh, 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 quint- quint- quintology. 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 Oh, so yeah, Vaxis, part one of five. The unheavenly creatures. Is out right I now. I bet they'll
1: do like all five over five nights and all that sort of <laughs> yeah, shit God, as well. Oh, God. I mean, I uh, bet the fans will lap that up. They'll love yeah, it. Yeah, they will. Fair play. Yeah. Fair play,
0: um, it could be much more different from what we're about to talk about now. Riff sandwich ahoy <laughs> on the horizon. Um, High on Fire have a new album out called Electric Messiah. Uh, Matt Pike has been a very busy boy this year. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he two has records dropped the first album in. Literally um, decades uh, from uh, nowhere from sleep. A decade and a bit, I think. Yeah. Um and now he has a new High on Fire album. Yeah, you can't uh, fault him for productivity. Uh, so he's been working his little bloody socks off. Um <laughs> and uh and the thing with a sleep album coming out, which means High on Fire basically <laughs> he's decided to bypass any semblance of stoner rock vibes at all on mm, this record. Mm, yeah. Um and just gone and I think he's been quite open the press to go in will be the new Motorhead then, High on Fire.
1: Yeah, this is... Um, it uh,
3: looks like that's what the whole record's based around, isn't Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm not the first person to make this comparison, but um, uh, it's basically Slayer meets Motorhead, isn't it, really? Oh, yeah. This record, <laughs> like... There you go. Um, yeah. You know, and that's, that's not mine. I've read that a lot, but yeah, mm. Slayer I v- I can't think of a better way to sum it up, really.
0: Now, that, when you say that out loud that sounds cool that sounds fucking great
1: mm, yeah yeah
0: so is it great
1: do you want to go first or, or should i go I first, went first last okay time? joe All right, no, first. Went, joe, first. Joe, oh, joe 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 went Gosling, to say
0: something and didn't say Gosling, it so joe, joe you're gonna say
1: it i thought it was rubbish <laughs> really <laughs> yeah okay. uh, yeah total rubbish total total no, no
3: not no not total rubbish i just like, the whole album went by and I thought I'd listened to the same song nine times. It's... I, I will agree that it's very...
1: It is quite one note. And, and like, that
3: it? one song is cool, but I think, yeah. like, Converge, for instance, managed to squeeze everything out of what would have been a good song, a good High On Fire song, and put it into 30 seconds of one of their tracks. Mm. Um, mm. And... I Maybe it would have sounded better after you drank like three or four beers. I and have no to it doubt. Real loud. I have
1: no doubt this sound This record yeah. sounds fucking amazing. If you're pissed, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but
3: yeah. and I'd like to see it live, but it just d- it did nothing for me.
1: I'm going to see it live. Actually, I've just got asked to review it for Metal Hammer um, in two weeks' time. They're playing with Enslaved, which uh, and I am. I, I will say I am looking forward to seeing some of these songs live because I will probably have a few beers not too many Jonathan uh, uh <laughs> subterranean editor don't worry I, I am I do have my review head on but and, and I'm sure I will really enjoy that as a record um it's yeah it's a bit samey isn't it and it's uh, the, I, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record because we have just been talking about a really really long record but this record is not as long as the coheed record but it is 57 minutes mm-hmm. and um it's less diverse than the coheed record definitely and for me it felt about as long as the coheed record because yes. it does longer okay longer yep, for me yeah because it, it doesn't really have much variation the thing or, is records like this i i, I love the
0: sound Yes. Yeah, so I it. love the yeah, production. Yeah. It's Kurt 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 Baloo, it was Kurt wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it Baloo. was Kurt know, it's So the third It's got one that he's crushing, done. sort of heavy metal sound to it. It sounds brilliant. I mean, when it's good, I think it's fucking great. Agreed, yeah. Like, yeah. it's great. And I've got to be honest, I'm, I've am never been massive on High on Fire, to be honest. I really yeah. like Sleep. Um, I like Slates of the Divine a lot. I tried to get into, like, Blessed Black Wings and Death oh, is this like Communion. Blessed well, I, I did not like it. I just... I. It's something that I, you know, I'd, I'd never, i probably never yeah. choose to put that on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I thought Snakes was Divine's The only album of theirs that I really would ever go, and it's been a long time since i listened to that. So, you know, I tried, especially during the noughties when they were kind of coming up as yeah. a big deal. Like, I really tried with High on Fire a lot. Mm. And I saw them supporting Fear Factory I saw them a couple of times. And I was never, like, massively, massively into it. Um, I always sort of preferred sleep. And so I didn't have sleep. a lot of excitement really going into this record. The riffs are pants-shittingly good all the way yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, they
2: are. See, I, I disagree. Ooh. Really? Yes. I thought, c- because this is a weird thing for me, and I know I sh- you shouldn't compare them, but because it was Kurt Ballou's production, like, for me, that's so instantly recognisable as, like, the, the drum sound... And the guitars, like, for me, like, it, it, it sounded like not quite Slayer, not quite Motorhead, produced by and trying also a smidgen sounding like a really bad converge. And I know that sounds like a stupid comparison, but like, it does a bit. Uh, it, there, <laughs> they were just, when they went into like, a yeah. into like, it was just a bit slower and and didn't have, um what's his name on drums and Converge? Like, ben Collar. Yeah, I like, know. I mean, just for me, I'm just such a huge fan of that, that music and that sound and that production. For me, I was just waiting for that, that kind of sound, that energy to kick mm. in at some point, and like it just never, it just never happened. And like the riffs for me, there was a couple. There,
0: there was, was like called the Pallid Mask, which is fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm, yeah, like that is brilliant, and That's that,
3: quite one of the longer ones. Yeah,
0: like a weirdly, yeah. like although the thing with these records is like I like them to get in. If you're gonna just come on and go like. And then yeah. go, get in and get out. Get your shit done and yeah. get the fuck out yeah, of yeah, town. Yeah,
2: yeah. Do do thirty seven minutes or something. Thirty seven yeah, minutes. Thirty minutes. I mean, really, bang, like, 33, I would 30. 30. I would say yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. for a band like this album could have been like if you'd have, if this album had come out and it was the four because the, the longest tracks on it are probably the best songs on it. I think so.
1: I certainly think that second one is. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I do think the um, so the second one is Ziggurat Slash House of Enol, which is mm. nine minutes twenty one. Yeah, I didn't like it. I think Sanctioned Annihilation <laughs> gets a bit wandery, I have to admit, in my opinion, okay. that's ten and a half minutes. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think
0: you could have those. You could have a four track album of all the long songs. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be twenty six minutes long. Yeah. And you'd just go fucking how that was like. Uh, that was getting, you. I just got smacked in the face so hard, yeah. and then yeah. they'd be gone, but because you just get used to it after a while, and it,
3: exactly. exactly, and I think,
0: you know, Matt Pike is great.
3: Yeah, he's fantastic.
1: Like, he is great, and yeah,
3: I, it, I'd agree with that, mm, and yeah. Sleeper, Sleeper Wicked. Sleep, yeah, Sleeper, yeah, Sleeper, amazing, Sleeper
1: yeah. amazing, yeah,
3: but, but it's just, different, I, I think, like, not even just an album, though, like, one song of that would have been enough, and, yeah. it, and <laughs> it's, it's wicked, but yeah.
1: You knew mm. you were such a tight, tight, <laughs> nasty person, Jay.
3: <there. laughs> the thing is, like, I also agree with Stephen that the, the, the riffs on that, there, there's some killer riffs, but it. Mm. it I need more. Like, I, yeah, I want yeah. More no, I know what you mean. Like, yeah.
1: I, I, th- I think for this record, I think less would have been more. Like definitely, yeah yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, in in all senses.
0: Considering that they are going for Motorhead and they are going for kind of unrefined, just sheer kind of heavy metal yeah. Armageddon.
4: Yeah,
0: I, I do think like the thing about met- you know metal bands are kind of huge and bombastic and yet kind of earthy and unrefined and. You know, sloppy all at once. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. a kind of that's that's what's exciting about metal. But I do think it means that some of our albums in that scene are a bit long. And I think yeah. this album's too. It is too long. It's definitely too long. It's, it's too long, too. and it's too. Uh, like you say one pace
1: and and Matt Pike might argue that you know people don't listen to records anymore or whatever or, or the band might argue that you know people only listen to select tracks and stuff but when you're given an album to review you have to review the album yeah so, and also you know,
0: Matt Pike well I, I don't think Matt Pike would say that be, I mean he might say that mm-hmm. but I don't think that's a good excuse for him because he comes from a time when people didn't and he is an exactly. artist who has never ever like Sleep made a fucking one one track song one hour song yeah Dope Smoke yeah so you know I would tell him sharp if he said that but he
3: wouldn't <laughs> say that
1: were you about to say something Joe? I thought you were about well, to no, say something I just think it's funny
3: that we're saying that it was too long after talking about the COVID record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true yeah. But, but it is definitely
2: you said something earlier when um, we were on the way up and we are like oh we're not allowed to talk about it but, but but then you were like oh but actually the musicianship and like it's not to discredit like them as they're great like, musicians they're great players yeah. like it's just... The bass on this record is fucking beige. amazing. Like, it's just mm. all
1: just like... Yeah. Ah!
2: Finished. Yeah. It's all yeah. one thing. Did yeah. you have fun?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah! I'm sure I'll really enjoy seeing them live. Oh, yeah,
3: for sure, yeah. yeah. I, but they're great live. I didn't quite understand, like, understand the story about Motet. Like, I know the album does sound like a Motet album, but it, 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 it was mentioning something about it being a dream of his... Um, and Lemmy I don't know if you've read that
1: there's a song which is meant to be about him I think um,
3: is that the whole that's yeah, not the whole I, album then I, I, I I'm not it was sure just I don't one know song. Okay. I yeah.
1: don't know I'm not um, but I, 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 I <laughs> <laughs> let's just, we yeah. don't know anyway there it's goes. out now Electric yeah. Messiah
0: by High on Fire we've got one more album to do it comes from A Storm of Light the album is called Anthracene it's the fifth album from the underground post metal doom band,
1: I'd call them. I'm, I'd call them a post metal band. Yeah. I reckon
0: That actually features Josh Graham, formerly of mm. Neurosis, on vocals and yeah. guitar. Yeah,
1: so you guys might not know this, but Neurosis was so. We Josh. should have actually
0: spoken about this when we were talking about um, Through uh, Silver and Blood.
1: Yeah, but um, but Josh Graham used to do neuroses, uh visuals. Yeah. And so, um, so Neurosis was... They considered him such an integral part of the band, particularly in their early days, that they actually said he He's is a member band. of the band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So he was a band member, even though all he did was basically set up the visuals for the neurosis yeah. shows which i never got to see neurosis doing those shows with the, shows visuals, with yeah, the josh graham visuals I. which is a real fucking shame because i've heard that they were horrifying remember well i've think, seen
1: uh, i've seen a storm of light uh i saw them support yeah. converge funnily enough
0: i was going to mention that because i yeah. saw that show as well yeah yeah
1: mm. and uh, they had visuals during that and uh, i remember it being really fucking cool like yeah. um Apart from Touche Amore, who I already knew, they were definitely the band who stood out to me the most that night, well, who weren't Converge.
0: I was going to say, I thought, like, as someone who really likes Touche Amore, I thought that Touche Amore were dwarfed by them Really? Night. Yeah. Wow. Completely, completely dwarfed Certainly by the them. crowd
1: were quite hostile towards Touche Amore. They were. I they yeah. were.
0: And, uh, and, you know, nothing against that band, who are fucking awesome. Yeah. But... I think because of the just the level of head fuckery that was going yeah. on on a stormlight, yeah. I thought yeah. that they they were brilliant. They, they? really didn't. Great they show. couldn't follow it. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is their fifth album. Mm-hmm. It's quite different from what I thought it was going to be.
1: Okay, what did you think it was going to be, and and what is this?
0: Well, I think this goes much more in a. For a post-metal band, mm. and when you think of, you know, we're talking about, you know, he's also in Red Sparrows. Um, yep. Josh, uh, we talk about Neurosis a lot and, you know, the kind of comparisons, comparative bands that you would make when you think about post-metal and that world that they come from. Yeah. There's a lot of 90s alternative rock sounding stuff yes. on this record. Yes, He's actually done some visuals for Soundgarden. Yes, he did. And I think Soundgarden are a very maybe not bullseye but a damn close Ah. musically speaking obviously they don't have chris cornell's Mm. voice Mm. but tonally the guitars and some of the things that the band do is not a million miles away from i also thought of bands like a looser version of prong Mm. and i was quite surprised at
1: Surely you mean early, early Soundgarden. You're not talking down on the upside, Soundgarden. No, 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 Surely no. no, no. You, yeah, you're yeah. Like real the, than love, ultra mega rock. Yeah, like anime. proper
0: kind of the the dirgy, down tuned. Yeah, yeah, like um, Sabbath worship, Soundgarden era. Yeah. and um, I mean, and I fucking obviously I love that, but then I'm from mm. the nineties, aren't I? So <laughs> I would, but I'm interested in what you guys think about it.
2: Um, I thought that. There were lots. I hadn't heard of them before, never heard of them before ever. I'd never heard of any of the bands they'd been part of or any of the kind of circle. And then I read the blurb, and it said loads of stuff about Tool and other kind of post rock bands. I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> mm. Let's let's check this out. And I I thought m- musically, like uh, there were some. Cool stuff. I thought there were some interesting riffs. I see, like, um, oh, I see a bit of tool there, but not. I don't think tool's an really obvious comparison. Yeah. Like,
0: early, like, I mean, if it would be, yeah, yeah, it yeah, would like, be undertow, like opiate. Mm. Yeah, mm. opiate mm. kind of
2: stuff. But mm. um, the really, like, stripped down bits mm. a bit. But um, I really thought the vocals let it down. Really? Like, massively. Um, like just, just um, quite repetitive sometimes. Just some of the kind of, I I did like some of it, but it was just there's the, just I thought there was so much more potential of what could be done over the top, and there's quite a lot of it's out of tune, which I was a bit like, oh wow, like this is a full on album, and it's like. It's kind of, and I get it, like, there is that, you know, we talked a lot about Scott Kelly before, and, like, they do some pretty, like, out there screaming stuff that's sort of sometimes a bit melodic, and this was, like, verging on, do you know what I mean? It was kind of verging on that kind of sound, where it's like, are you singing, are you sort of screaming? I'm not sure, like, but um, the first track, it was, like, Morphine and TV or something like oh. Well, so I the it was terrible. The <laughs> like, the the I mean, it reminds me really bad
1: because I was like I really wanted to like it. Mm. In terms of like, so the theme of this record, I don't know if you did we send you the PDF? Which yeah, has yeah, it, of yeah. course. So it's so it's basically about like humanity destroying the world and some um, dark fucking lyrics. On well, those. yeah, really yeah, dark. Yeah. It reminded me of "Fear of a Blank Planet" by Porcupine Tree yeah. in terms of oh uh, cool in terms of uh, only lyrically really, but in terms of kind of you know you're fucking everything up and you're just wasting your life. And this was more of a you're fucking up the world that we live on and we you only have one home and stuff. There's a graph that's actually in the liner notes, um, which has it's like talks about, um, which shows how the surface temperature, population, CO2 concentration, loss, yeah, of, yeah, I saw that. I loss remember, of rainforest I think, and yeah, woodlands, yeah. species extinction, fisheries exploited, and ozone depletion have all rapidly accre- increased, particularly in the 20th and 21st century, and it's really sobering and quite scary. And and um, I thought, having the entire, you know, it's kind of rare that they send out, like, inlay cards and so on and so forth, uh, the all of the artwork and stuff like that, in terms of uh, press materials, and they only tend to do it if they really want you to see that stuff. So mm. I thought within context of this record, I understand what you're saying, but I thought within context, it was, you know, it's a vitally important thing to say at the moment. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah.
2: And they had a whole, they had loads of interesting photographs of like protests yeah. and like yeah. cars burning in the streets cool, and well, stuff definitely. like... I, I did but I, so th- for me actually I saw all that stuff and I was like fuck this is exciting right 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 and then I but listened the and I was like ah mm. uh. <laughs> uh,
0: well mm, okay.
2: but that's just that's just me okay.
1: I I I understand what you're saying but at the same time I mean I really like this band I have to cool confess, okay I really yeah, cool. really do like them yeah I like this record a lot um, yeah I I, I I think it's really good I think i i do actually quite like the vocals there's one there's one song um i think it's just called life will be violent which has some extraordinary dynamics and um josh graham screams the title over and over again but it's in a voice that reminds me of like phil anselmo meeting perry farrell from jane's addiction you know and i think that's such an interesting mix um that i'd never really i mean imagine an amalgam of phil anselmo and Harry Farrell. It's bizarre, but yeah. you, you don't need to because you can hear this. Like, it's fucking weird, uh, but brilliant. And I think that the very last song, which I've forgotten the title of now, is this wonderful part where it all just fades out, but this piano part stays playing over the top. And I think there's some really wonderful, wonderful moments to this record. Um, I understand some of the stuff that you're saying. I, can, I don't think vocally it's the most dynamic or that could have been more interesting melodies and so on and so forth. Yeah. I understand what you're saying in terms I of I just the thought like it's going back to what I was saying before about
2: In Carnival what makes it so brilliant is those the r- great musicality, composition of these really intricately intricately put together parts, of which I thought there was actually quite a few bits on this record that I was like, "Oh, this is cool." like this riff is really cool the way it's being put together and then it was just it just the the rhythmic and melodic vocal writing over the top to kind of fit in with that musically i thought was lazy's heart too harsh a word just a bit it feels like they're three instrumentalists that are writing everything together and they're fucking great and then the vocals were a bit of an afterthought or, or the I or think this is true the
0: thing is, is like to, to throw I mean the, the Carnival comparison uh, I'm not sure that you should be comparing them to Carnival in any way really because okay. Drew is a proper singer and the yeah. thing is that when I think like the bands that this most reminds me of are like like I said Prong I think Unsane are another one mm-hmm. it used to be bands three pieces in the 90s that would end up playing this kind of Really like this to me is almost a pitch black, darker version of those kind of 90s alt metal bands. Like, mm. not so much Soundgarden because obviously they had Chris Cornell, but mm. certainly, like I say, Helmet, Prong, maybe Quicksand. Um, mm, yeah. You know, but like a really super dark version of those and bands, and also
1: a, pro- a proggy version of those bands. As yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like six songs, and yeah, of course,
0: and yeah. And and uh, you know, like you say, musically they are like much more inter- and But that used to just be like, we're a fucking, we're a metal band, we're a, a punk rock band. You don't have you don't give a like those bands never felt like any of them really gave a fuck about the vocals they would just like bark it out and I think yeah. when you're saying shit like on oh, there's one on, on slow motion apocalypse he's I don't know what the line is off the top of my head but he says something about getting stabbed in a back on the street and then a tramp filming it for his phone and uploading it to social media I mean Jesus like it's brutal it's a and record on dim, the time yeah, yeah on dim uh, he says uh, he's just talking about like a kind of typical Trump supporter type redneck American he says um, he says fuck fuck the world, I only love my country. He says, life is precious until birth. And shit like that is like, like kind well, of beautifully, stuff, yeah, 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 of yeah, course, yeah. like yeah. beautifully, you know, like fuck the rest of the world. Yeah. I don't care about global warming, I don't care about the rest of the world, but I love America. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, he was yeah. like, you're another lying bullshit patriot and all that stuff It is delivered. But it doesn't need to. Like it's, it's pure anger. He's furious. It's pure okay. anger. Yeah. Like, okay. you know, fuck yeah. a fucking nice melody. For it to come out on fuck being in tune like it's yeah, Take your glass, <laughs> castles out. Yeah, out yeah. <laughs> S- yeah. fucking melon. Like, <laughs> like proper anger. And I, I, think like this is no Radio One sh- bullshit. I'm <laughs> <we> talking about. <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 I realise. Like but I wonder if it's my age and the, the sort of the reference points I have for it and stuff that I grew up really, really liking. It just really reminds me of like a really cool mix between Cult of Luna and Unsane.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I, but I, I, Cult of Luna is so fucking good. At where they put and how they put their rhythmic, like, screams. Even though he, a lot of the time he has the same kind of tone, the places that he puts it and the way that it's, Listen, it's, I'm not saying they're better tans- than Coulter Luna. No, no, no. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not just not, saying, oh. like,
0: stylistically, I think it's similar. Like, <laughs> I suppose we're going to have to agree to disagree then, Will. Yeah,
2: but I will go back and... I will go back and listen to
0: it again sweet okay well there you go uh, Storm of Light Anthrocene Scene is the album uh, before we finish up we asked our readers ha <laughs> not readers are they they're not <laughs> up- 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 <laughs> listeners hey, read um, we asked uh, people on Twitter uh, for a few questions for you chaps um, they were nauseatingly sucky to you most of them were they really. Yeah, they really were. Oh, that's so, gross. Um, uh, this one is, I think, the height of the uh, <laughs> of the suckiness. is from Sam Slate, who says, uh, "Will, what's it like being the natural successor to Mike Patton, Maynard James Keenan, Greg Pichato? Oh, <laughs> oh, wow! You should not
1: um, have read that. Slurp, 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 slurp. Sorry, they've actually got
0: a
2: balcony here. Uh. I'm just going to uh, walk out and start conducting London.
0: That's a nice thing to say, though, isn't it? Uh, How does
2: it feel? Can I just answer yes? Yes. (laughs) That's so, that is very kind. Uh, You're probably wrong. Um, (laughs) If I'm, I don't know what to say to that. Um, That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, that is something to aim for. Like, I guess, I guess, like, that sounds cool. Um, I these three are three of my huge idols. So mm, yeah. yeah, that's amazing.
0: He also says, "Um, Joe, your your style is unique and incredible." Who are your main kind of inspirations, apart from Scott Kelly? It's
3: just Scott Kelly. Just Scott <laughs> Kelly. Just Scott Kelly. <laughs> just Scott Kelly. Um, tons. Um, uh, a lot of Adam Jones from Tool at the moment. It changes all the time. Um, obviously Brent Hines. Um, yeah. There's a lot of that.
1: that penultimate, we discussed this last week, but the penultimate song on, uh, I I just love it when you go on that full on Brent Hines freak out. Yeah, Um, it's fucking great. So Mm. good because, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a nod to Mastodon, but like, I think it's as good as Brent Hines going off on one. Uh, Joe's Joe's doesn't (laughs) think it. What do you think? (laughs) I I think it's. I think it's. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's
0: definitely. I mean, actually, funnily enough. Uh, somebody did ask a question uh, Neil Pike said favourite Mastodon track and what's it like to be compared to them I know you guys have played with Mastodon mm. um, cool. you got? So, I know you guys love Mastodon must be fucking cool to hear people like sort of make those comparisons
2: yes I mean it's always <laughs> yeah it's like probably our favourite collective band other than Tool I think mm. probably um, my favourite Mastodon track mm, I think the track that really, really, really got me into them uh, is probably... I've forgotten the name of it off the top of my head. I just... Leviathan is the is my favourite album at the moment this week. Yeah, me too. But uh, this that's this week. Last week, I, I actually called Joe up like once every week or once a couple of weeks. Like, dude, Emperor of Sand is my favourite album this week. <laughs> and he's like, dude, that's so awesome, man. I'm like, Yeah dude it's great like I'll call you next week man like yeah 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 sick great dude oh dude this week The Hunter he's like really cool. like yeah dude I'm like The Hunter's is my favourite Macedon album this week it's like it's <laughs> not <laughs> dude, very diverse
0: so you don't really have a favourite track I
2: um, think it's hard to pick
3: uh, like, ones. it's hard to pick I'm yeah. struggling actually
2: I because I don't it? listen to single tracks no I, 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 more, thing, I do it? an album with Macedon yeah of course like, yeah. I, they're an album's band and I I don't I, d- I mean, if off the top of my head, actually, I would prop if I could have to pick one right now, it'd probably be Blood and Thunder, like it it's such a, a classic, background. yeah, just yeah. a classic. Yes. But what That's I've awesome. been listening to the most recently, uh, I did a playlist this week actually that I curated, and I started with um, Steam Breather. That's oh, probably nice. Steam my breather. favorite. So good, so favorite track good right now. Yeah, like that
3: full album. That whole album is just full of choruses. Oh, I mean, like, w- Words to the wise, which is on like the second half of that record, is just it's just got the most insane like double chorus thing going on. And yeah, it's that's the thing with Mastodon—they're an album band. Um, yeah, they really are. Um, what would be um,
0: your favorite album, Jack and Joe? You, uh, probably Leviathan.
3: Week. Leviathan. Is yeah, because that, that's not just because that was the first one I heard, but I think it's just. I, I always go back to it it's, you know you have those bands that you'll like you'll listen to every year without you know without missing they're one of those bands that you listen to every month without missing yeah. mm-hmm. and that album in particular like it's just constant source I was of inspiration
1: three for Leviathan then are, are you going with the Leviathan or are you is oh, that's don't definitely it make my favorite me me
0: Leviathan no, for me for sure it, you're,
2: it, no, um, um, uh, Blood Mountain Oh, is, okay, is is, is, is blood 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 my
0: favourite. Blood Mountains my favourite. Is it? Yeah. Oh T two two. Yeah. Two, yeah. two. Yeah. two. two two. Yeah. Um so Bitches brew podcast, yeah. um, so, bitchin' brew podcast, sorry. Um oh, which is Danny Danny Randon, I think is the dude's name. I know yeah, he Danny. contacted yeah. me earlier He's this nice. week, glad. Danny. Um, nice, nice. So yeah, listen to his podcast. You should, you get you guys could go on and you could have just answered this question. Th- Rather than doing <laughs> it through the sort of middlemen oh okay cool Um, he says with all the brilliantly progressive experimental left field and underground records that have come out in the last couple of years is it really worth aiming for quote unquote commercial success anymore if it means compromising the opportunity to make forward thinking art now this is something I thought last week Mm, it's a good question question. Um, uh, I think we sort of talked about this before because me and Will were chatting for a long time before the album came out where where you were saying that If people were expecting us to write singles that's not what we've done so you've kind of almost deliberately veered off in the territories where you would you would have imagined that it would be quite i thought having it when i heard the record it might be a bit harder for you to get on radio one and stuff at this point but here we are so it looks like it's been alright, It's right
3: alright, hasn't it yeah yeah i mean i think it it is a really good question but I feel like it would be kind of stupid for us not to aim for commercial success or any band for that matter because for in order for us to continue doing this for as long as we want to do it we need to have some level of commercial su- su- success for us to be able to do it every day so but but our our route of how we get there is probably different to a lot of bands um, in, in yeah. that I feel that for us to create the best music that we can we've got a make the music that we believe in and that mm. at the end of the day we'll we'll you know if we get success from doing that it will be worthwhile and it will be the only way we'll ever be able to do because i don't know that any of us are necessarily good enough musicians to be able to cater our music to a, mm. to a radio or to you know to write to a set formula it's, it's, no. it's got to be it's got to be done on our terms because otherwise it just it, it would sound shit yeah, yeah. it really would I, I
2: think one one thing like i know what he's saying there but like we also quite like writing our style of choruses and verses yeah like i think it's something we we quite enjoy and I particularly really like people singing along to our songs, yeah. even if they're the really proggy ones. Yeah. Like mm. it's, it's really, it's, I mean, that isn't something that used to happen. It's only really properly started happening in the last kind of three years. Um, but like, it it really makes it for us. I think when, you know, and, and it, I, I guess you, you do get it with, with heavy bands and stuff when you've, you get people singing along to us kind of screamed chorus or something. But
1: well, Blood but and Thunder's a pretty good e- Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Like but I think um I think that part of our writing will always be there in some respect. Even if the next record we go full deep into the prog mountain and write. Full neurosis kind by of, the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if we do go down that alleyway, who mm. knows? Like um I think that that element of some kind of catchiness and commercial and inverted commas kind of thing will always always be there because it makes us happy, I guess.
1: Yeah. Even so, and I hope I'm not revealing too much here when I say this, and we'll just cut it out if I am, but um, uh, I remember all of us being absolutely stunned and shocked when Glass-Built Castles got playlisted on Radio 1 because I remember sitting in your van actually talking to you about it, and uh, yeah. w- that it's a brilliant wonderful song but you know yeah so's blood and blood and, uh so's blood and thunder so's yeah. you know there's <laughs> so many brilliant amazing songs within that mould and like footloose <laughs> oh right! I it, <laughs> um, it just it, we, it was shocking because we just don't. That's not the music that I associated with being on Radio One. And it's so fucking awesome that it is, and yeah. that you've managed still to continue doing that. They're still supporting us, yeah, very yeah, much yeah. so,
2: man. Like you know, and, and like, that's,
1: that's amazing. That's yeah. Congratulations for sucking the right cocks, guys. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: I mean, I feel dirty now. W- w-
0: we're literally no band will ever come on here <laughs> ever, ever again. Um, Alex Ing says uh, you got obviously got a very wide range of musical influences. What band or artist that you love do you think would surprise people?
3: We, uh, me and Will, listen to quite a lot of hip hop. Do you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like yeah. what? Oh, also like you're gonna have heard of him. No, but I want to be interested. (laughs) Immortal
2: Technique. I tweeted you the other day. You did did? check it out, yeah? Because I listened to this the other day, and you guys were talking. Had a really great discussion about that stuff. I will do that. Ah. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. I know Immortal Technique. Immortal Technique is sick. Okay, I think for you, he is like for Renfri. This is the perfect, absolutely perfect in in into hip hop because okay. it's like it is fucking dark and brutal and it, it, he's like the kind of death metal of hip this is a ridiculous thing to say it's a comparison but like he's so quick and smart okay. and uses like Loads of physics terminology and stuff oh, well. like that. If to, it's to, physics terminology, you know, you then <laughs> I'm straight. <laughs> <But>, yeah, Humphrey <laughs> <We're in> Deadman, <laughs> physics to de- physics degree and masters. Um, 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 but I, okay, I no, but okay, no. And, and it, it's it's uh, some of the stories that he tells in some of the um, some of the records uh, are like. So I think Revolutionary Volume One. I want to say I probably got that wrong, but it's a. Uh, it's something like that that that's my favorite record of his okay
1: and it's utterly utterly brilliant i'll try and listen um, to that for next week and maybe we'll yeah we'll that's yeah, it. yeah. well
3: but talk about hip-hop on here well a
0: little bit i mean i we did we did start talking about hip-hop i yeah, think there's something it. yeah really i think there'll be some mm. stuff that we would cover but i mean what sort of um did you like what are you into I, at the
3: moment i'm listening to john wayne um I don't even know where I found him, but he's got it's got a couple of albums out and it's it's sick. Right. Check okay. it out. Um the, the Cowboy. I'll, yeah. Have sounds you checked a out
2: Childish Gambino? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: Childish Gambino is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, a lot, lot of old Wu Tang stuff actually. Oh, yeah. 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 happy days. Uh. Yeah.
2: You're
0: gonna be doing a fucking like uh hip hop Limp nah. Biscuit style album next Will with a red cap on backward. Limp Biscuit. Yeah. You've got yeah. to
1: do You've got to God do a God cover time. of Nookie or something Oh mate <laughs> Did it all it. for the Nookie Liam the Nookie. absolutely loves it yeah. Does he? When he puts Course
2: it in the does. van And we're Joe and I always at the back we like We'll stick our headphones on Let's do a podcast then eh yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Alright well um, Last question This is from the Saint Pierre Snake Invasion hey. Oh, oh yeah Did they say guys.
2: Why did you steal our fucking
0: baseball? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Sorry, they Damien, did it, but um, obviously they know why you did. Uh, so because I didn't ask that. <laughs> I said, without using Google, can you name the only British Prime Minister to be assassinated? And there is a bet <laughs> that comes with this: three pound fifty. They say that you can't name the only British Prime Minister to be assassinated.
3: True, I cannot name. Right, so you guys don't have you guys don't have three pound fifty. Tom, oh, mate. Will, um, you, this is
0: a bit of you isn't it. You're a politics dude. Yeah, you love you love the old. You politics. know about history. You're interested. You're a well-read guy. Yeah,
2: I'm just thinking of you, British prime minister. It's not. uh It wouldn't be 20th century. um
0: You're not getting. That's the thing that. People oh, would it oh, be a clue?
2: Um. I, I, I'm not sure if he was a Prime Minister, but what? But was Oliver Cromwell assassinated?
0: Uh, Oliver Cromwell, I, I don't have this in front of me, but I know Oliver Cromwell, A, wasn't the Prime Minister. He wasn't the Prime Minister. And B, wasn't assassinated. Okay,
2: wrong and wrong. Yeah, so, so no. So the answer is no.
0: Okay, well I can tell you it was Spencer... Percival, who was a Prime Minister between 1809 until 1812 when he was assassinated at quarter past five on the 11th of (laughs) May as he entered the lobby of the House of Commons, shot in the chest by John Bellingham, who was uh, an angry uh, citizen. <laughs> yeah, an angry citizen who believed he'd been wrongly imprisoned in Russia, and the government end, owed him some sort of compensation, which was not forthcoming. So he, he got uh, into
2: parliament and sh- shot the prime minister. Yeah, yeah. Which seems Jesus. only we could do that now. Yeah. Which <laughs> seems,
0: seems a bit much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have to say. Wow. Uh, but there you go. So um, you guys now. And
2: now I sent Pierre three fifty.
0: You do, yeah, and, and um, the bases. we'll make we'll and, make and, sure. And <laughs> We'll make sure that that happens. All right? We'll make sure that that happens. So anyway, um, guys, uh, album of the week, by the way. Let's just do this quickly. What's the best album that's out Uh, this Friday?
1: Behemoth. But I want to give a shout out to Stormlight as
0: well. You're going for Behemoth? You're going for... Uh,
1: What? That's out this week?
0: Yeah. Is, all, all that device all the device by that <laughs> oh, oh Renfrey. that's was oh, okay 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 so I thought we did it for the, the album reviews okay me, okay no
1: no no to me okay no 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 yeah I knew, the, the what, it yeah, I yeah, knew yeah, what it was record yeah
2: I knew what it was that sake. was an easy plug. Hey guys.
0: On. Don't worry, I'm gonna I'll ditch this guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um <laughs> hey, uh, you're, not, you're not gonna get anyone Your show is my uh, show, uh, guys You're not
1: gonna get anyone else comparing my, uh, neurosis to sex. <laughs> so you know yeah. 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 if I'm being
2: objective, I'd say it, it, behemoth
0: But uh, you should buy our
1: album.
4: Behemoth.
0: yeah, yeah. Behemoth. 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 behemoth behemoth is great, um but I uh, I think I'd just take you guys over, Oh, come on. Yeah. It's, my, it's
1: my favourite. The Bayamoth right. is my favourite album by bands beginning with the letter B this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Breaking my so, bars, yeah. mate. so there you go.
0: Good luck with the record, guys. It is very, genuinely very good. Please come back. Yeah. You yeah. just to talk to yeah. me, really. I don't know. Fuck this guy. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week um, reviewing new albums from. Oh, I haven't written who we're reviewing. From <laughs> High on Fire, Conan Cambria, Moth and A Storm of Light. Looks like, no, just looks did like I didn't bother fucking looking who we're reviewing next week, did I? So, But we will be reviewing somebody else. We'll uh, go to something. musicism.net and put in uh, Riot at the checkout for 25% off all your courses to make you a better guitarist and singer and uh, person. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. could definitely do with that, Rembrandt. Yeah, all right. for this week, <laughs> fucking, you invite people on and just mug them off. We're, buds,
1: we're- <laughs> Bates, <laughs> you know it's a laugh. Yeah, I've been yeah. on tour with these fuckers, man. Ranging like we've been with through the moors. <laughs>